0: on this episode of the star wars time show mad nick return and one of them is a bit broken but that won't stop the swts train from leaving the station today the dudes will be talking all things broken body parts and of course ahsoka which has gotten a plethora of updates since the homies last broadcast In addition to the official Ahsoka dumps, these diehards will also lay down a few things they hope to see when the series debuts next week. Of course, the show will end with the question of the week responses and the latest round of Top 5 Star Wars fan-featured artists. I think I'm dying. Punch it, chili. (laughs) now everybody i can't yell too loud because i think i might have a few ribs floating around my heart at least my lungs welcome back to the star wars time show yay if you're here on the live stream we'd love for you to join youtube.com 5 e tuesdays at star wars time show all right so if you are here you see a nice pretty graphic of a skeleton <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and that's my broken clavicle yes not even a year after healing a broken leg, I have rebroke my body using the one wheel. So I'm sure some of you are going to give me some shit like the family did and some friends, and that's fine. Uh, unlike a lot of you that are in your 40s, 50s, 60s, I do not live a sedentary life. I'm an, an active individual. And I was kicking ass having a great time down in Hilton Head, riding it on the, the nice flat sandy beaches down there. And I was like, you know what? It's 90 degrees, it's nighttime, the moon's shining, let's go do this at night, it's got headlights, I had headlights, and sure enough, as I was coming home to greet the kid about 10 yards away, someone failed to fill in their hole from earlier in the day on the beach, which, if you are a beach goer, you know that's a cardinal sin, like, you, it's like, it's both for the habitat and for humans, you can't dig holes and then just fucking leave them there. Otherwise assholes like me end up in them breaking their fucking bodies. So, yeah, broken clavicle if you've ever ever had one, they fucking kill. Uh as you can see on the screen here, I mean it's it's split in two. Uh luckily it did not have to um no surgery required, so uh I'm I'm actually in pretty good spirits outside of losing my left arm for the next 6 to 8 weeks, but yeah there you go did it again i have not sold the uh the one wheel yet Um we're, we're still friends but we're definitely in a precarious um part of our relationship right now and i really <laughs> yeah. just like like listen i mean it, bad choice probably doing it late at night I, I believe it or not i wasn't drinking wasn't on drugs i was as fucking sober as it gets it's just one of those fucking things in life and it, it it, 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 those of you that have listened for a long time, you may start to realize why I'm a glass half empty individual because I just, I get fucked in the luck department. So, uh, it, it is what it is, but yeah, I, I ate it hard and it is the best part. I might've been going three or five miles an hour. Like I was winding down and my light caught the hole and I was like, "Uh Oh, this isn't going to be good. And sure. As shit. I, as soon as I hit it, it's just board stuck. Little fat body keeps flying like woo, right onto the left shoulder, got up as uh, like, yep, I broke something. So yeah, here we go.
1: I mean, to, to put <laughs> things in perspective for you though, I mean, it's, it's great that you don't have to have surgery. It's, it's good. I hope that so.
0: Though we, we we got Joe 21 in here saying uh, theirs was like that for a month and they had to get surgery. So I'm like, No
1: so <laughs> What I was going to say is my dad, when he was young, my dad is actually missing half of his clavicle on his left side. Nice. Because he broke it and they just removed the the broken bone and they just left it with no, <laughs> like he doesn't have it, a clavicle from like where it meets like your it's neck. It's not like his, his, down. his.
0: Has his arm and chest and shoulder been fucked up then the rest
1: of his oh, life? Oh, no. I mean, like, he had that before I was even born. And, like, you know, we threw the football our entire, you know, like, all of huh. my childhood. We threw baseballs around. Like, he was, you know, taught me how to play baseball, taught me how to play all the sports, played basketball, football, baseball, all, all of right. them. He fishes well, all the time. So it Cut yeah. cut
0: mine the fuck out. But, it, yeah, it, it was a clean <laughs> split. Like, I I think if it would have poked through the skin, we, we probably would have been having some you know, rods sticking through my chest right now. So hopefully, or luckily that was not the case, but yeah. And and hopefully unlike Joe 21, uh, this is it. But, uh, I feel for you people that live in the South with your, uh, the medical systems down there. Cause that's where I was at. And it was a fucking joke. I is like it was essentially in the ER for four hours. And at the end of four hours, a lady, the, the doctor that was in the ER came out, took my pulse Said, what hand is your dominant hand? I said, right. She goes, good. You broke your (laughs) collarbone. I was like, okay, so what? She's like, go see a doctor when you get home. I was like, what the fuck is this place? You know, no meds when I got there. I mean, I was sitting there for four hours, like dying. Just, you know, give me some fucking Oxy or a Percocet, mix in some of that acetaminophen. But yeah, they didn't tell me shit. They gave me—they didn't let me see the X-rays. They didn't—they didn't tell me the prognosis outside of it's broke. They didn't say, "Yeah, you're fucked. Don't do this. Don't do that." And it, it's scary what what happens down the south. So thank God I live next to Ohio State University. Hit up my doctors yesterday and uh, hoping to be on the road to recovery. Although Jode's got my head all fucked up now. Um. Yeah, I don't it's all like my my ribs are protruding oddly. And I think it's because like the way my my arm and shoulder blade has to rest. Who knows? Doctors like if you can breathe and it doesn't hurt, your ribs probably aren't broken. I was like, I I, I don't think they feel broken. They just feel slightly displaced. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, well, that that doesn't work. I was like, okay, well, I trust you, but I can literally feel my left rib cage poking out like it's noticeably poking out compared to the right side. Woo! yeah. Here's the living, the board life. <laughs> Fuck, it was a it was a, it was a fun little trip too. I mean, I was working; I'd work in the mornings and then hang in the afternoon. But if you let you know, Nick's been dealing with the weather. I mean, South Carolina is like fucking nineties and sunny all week.
1: Oh, dude, it it ha- we uh, haven't had a day where the high wasn't over hundred and five in over a month. Yeah, and yeah, like, it, it just it's uh, it, it's like. A lot of people, like, a lot of people will talk about, oh, like, seasonal affective disorder, like, you you know, stuff like that for winters. That's what it's like right now in Texas for summers because nobody wants to go outside because it's Got fucking you. over 100 degrees from basically 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. when the sun goes down, like... We have this backyard that we were, like, so excited to use. Yeah, you, you're, grass. you just
0: frying eggs out there,
1: basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, the grass is all dead. Our dog doesn't want to be outside for more than two minutes at a time because <laughs> she's fucking dying anytime Hey, Nick, go you outside. take your shit out of
0: here, motherfucker. It ain't <laughs> yeah. comfortable.
1: Like, it's, it's been, like, you know, it, it really has been pretty terrible in terms of just, like, the heat and like the effect that has on like your ability to just do regular ass things. It's like, uh, you know oh. what?
0: You, you, you have a point and mine's kind of the opposite. You know, I'm up here in the Midwest where it mostly blows, but for the most part, I think I'm safe from hardcore climate disasters for at least five years. But I, it was weird, man. I, I get to, I get down South Hilton head and, and it's, it's like the heat just changed my body. I, I became like a, a 25 year old man. <laughs> all I wanted to do was fuck. Like I have I have not had a strong libido for like the past eight months, probably from the last surgery and all the pills and, and rehab and all that. Uh, and, you know, being older, 43, but I, I just wasn't feeling like a man. You know, I wasn't feeling like a man. I get down there, feel a little heat. And I, I, my wife was essentially spraying like raid at me, like, get away. <laughs> keep that fucking thing in your pants you freak so yeah it was great until uh wednesday night when i fucking smashed my my shoulder but oh well yeah hopefully We're back. it's a
1: quick road to recovery
0: uh, yeah yeah that, that'll that be key because i don't i do not like being stationary i mean even today i was out trying to do some form of workout like riding on yeah. a, an, an echo bike and doing some calf and, and leg yeah. movements but I, I just i can't sit still
1: I mean, that's kind of like a similar situation because like Taylor and I are like relative, like we like to go out on the weekends. We like to, you know, go out, sit on a patio, be outside, do stuff. And we just haven't been able to do it because it's like, okay, we're going to go to, you know, this place that has an outside patio with no shade and it's 104 degrees outside. It's just like, you don't have, like, we can't go on, like I used to take my dog on like long mid-afternoon walks like we would go for like two mile walks and when it's 105 degrees outside you can't do that like it's it really well here's the
0: best part it's not getting any better it's only going to get worse so (laughs) you you better you better get like an ac an air conditioned suit for the young pup or you, you guys are gonna have to build a a doggy toilet indoors like perfected chaos is saying here so yeah
1: i mean it's it's pretty awful but hey you know we're back to Star Wars talk what little of it there is and I think you know we're what? Real, spend, real quick real, you know. yeah
0: it's this is an Ahsoka show but I, I did forget um you know we didn't have our show last week got some good feedback here from from Bango and uh someone else they're they're liking the scoundrels jode uh''re we're, we're trying to get another episode recorded we we had a date lined up this week I don't think one six shooter. Um, ever replied, so we'll, we'll have to figure it out. But the goal is to get Scoundrels Chapter Three recorded, recorded. sometime in August. I, I think the slow drip is nice. You know, people kind of like waiting and coming back and, and and getting their cliffhangers resolved. But before and we you know, before we get into all you know our our hardcore Ahsoka coverage today, I do want to do a quick little review of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seth Seth Rogan's animated version that that came out 2 weeks ago um it, it's fantastic uh it, it's it's not as like wild visually as into the Spider-Verse that franchise is but it definitely borrowed liberally from them in terms of the animation they went with uh, but in terms of the 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 tweak to their origin story and you know how they kind of showed themselves to the world and just the ooze and mutants in general, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. The kid loved it, brought, a, brought, um, brought one of her friends, they, they both enjoyed it too. So if you're a, a, a Turtles fan, got little ones, even if you don't have little ones, Turtles Mutant Mayhem is well worth your, your time.
1: Yeah, that's, that's on our to watch list as well. That's, that's probably going to be either like a this weekend or next week type of thing. Um,
0: fantastic soundtrack it's like almost all 90s rap before it gets into like the the swearing and shit it's just I mean you can tell sess touches all over it. It, it, it it's not like a stoner movie but you can tell like it's the, the 80s and 90s 90s in particular uh, are a big influence in this movie but I I just I really enjoyed it it was it was funny looked cool had great music good little twist on the origin story and they they definitely set it up to to spit out a few more if they want to.
1: Good to know. Yeah, because I want to see that. We saw, I, I went to see Barbie uh, last right. Monday. So what did you think? Did you dig I, it or no? I loved it. I thought yeah, it great, was super right? funny. I thought it was like, it was so well made just in yeah. terms of like how all of the characters... Like are all Barbies, but they all have their own personality. Well, now you know who
0: Alan is, right? How about yeah. Alan in the end?
1: <laughs> oh, dude, Al- Alan, Alan was great. He was like, "I'm just here to to hang out, have a good yeah. time, help you guys out." <laughs> you know, it was it was fun stuff, man. I mean, I I, I truly enjoyed. It. I still haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. That may be a, a home video type of movie. That's not um, a bad choice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, Barbie was Barbie was really fun. And, and I think,
0: hasn't it still been winning the weekends, or did it lose last weekend?
1: I, I think finally it bumped down. Oh, actually, it might have been top this past weekend, too. I'll check out Box Office Mojo, because that's my top. Because I, I don't
0: think Turtles took it down, but they were a mid, mid-week release, so it doesn't yeah. necessarily count. Now Bar-
1: Bar- Barbie is still on top. Yeah. Latest weekend, August 11 through 13. Barbie, $33.8 it, ha- It's crossed a billion already. Okay, okay. That's worldwide,
0: or is that domestic? World-
1: worldwide so domestic is at 526 million that's and international huge. is at 660 million wow so worldwide is 1.87 wow. billion so far dude insane. insane good for
0: greta and gang i mean good for them yeah. I, I i don't think you can really make a sequel out of this and i hope they'd it be don't. hard to yeah but um good for them that that that's That kicks ass.
1: Yeah, no, it was, it was super fun. If, if there are people out there who are like holding back, haven't seen it yet, I would recommend going to see it. It's just a fun movie. Like it's all of,
0: it's really good. And and the fact that it upset all the, all the, you know, the far right weirdos that, that should tell you it, it's got a good social message to it. If you're not a fucking inbred goat fucker.
1: Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen like literally this this movie's been out for three weeks and it's still top of the box office. We haven't seen that in a while in, in the box no, office. No, no. Like probably pre
0: uh, probably top gun last summer. Maybe. I would
1: say, yeah, top top gun. But even was then, it, it even
0: time. then that was still a COVID esque summer. So this is yeah. this is getting back to how movies that released in the summer used to perform before the death and before people were like, you know what, fuck it. I'd just rather sit at home and be a piece of shit. Yeah, so I'm telling you, man, going to the theater is still worth it, especially for movies like Turtle, Oppenheimer. You could probably get away with, although Nolan definitely goes for the visuals and audio that theaters can give you. And and I I, I still think Barbie is a great movie theater movie too. Did you have a butt like uh, were, were gaggles of women in pink still going, Nick, or was it somewhat thinned out?
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty thinned out. We went on a Monday, like because we had like a pretty light Monday, so we went um like mid kind of like midday when people would still be working but Perfect. like there was there was like a grandma and grandpa there with their like 4-year-old <laughs> uh granddaughter Oops. she was watching it and she was fine like the like the, the kid really well, was it's like i was it's fun. like i told you like it is
0: serviceable for kids they're just not going to get the message that is yeah. being told
1: like they they're going to really enjoy the visuals of that movie cuz the visuals of that movie are so like so toy centric like the whole barbie land is like clearly toy inspired and taylor was telling me like all of the houses that are in barbie land are oh they're real legit barbie yeah. dream oh, houses. oh i know so, nick
0: i know i yeah. have a few <laughs> upstairs not mine but my kids no doubt yeah. about it
1: so, well I mean, even like even how
0: when they're in barbie land and they float right no one really walks it's because the kids are playing with them so yeah i'm telling yeah. you toy people collectors out there even you might get something out of Barbie just from that aspect, the the whole nostalgia of owning toys, playing with them, so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, for those asking, uh, uh, Michael, yes, I can drive, luckily. Got the old the old right hands. I, I can still... Uh, I can masturbate, so that's good. I can mm-hmm. drive. I can scratch my balls, pick my ass, pick my nose. Uh, the only thing I can't do that I want to be doing right now, because I've really gotten into it, is golf, which... Any momentum I just made is gone. was shooting in the 80s down there and, uh, you know, working out. I, I do as much as I hate being in the gym, like the act of doing it. I love the way it makes me feel and I like the results. So I like this one from Bango here. Ben Shapiro is still bitter that his dad didn't let him play with Barbies as a kid. Yes, that, <laughs> he, he is one of the far writers that definitely mm-hmm. is very upset with uh, Barbie's success and how it's turned Nick and myself into women at this Clearly. point in time.
1: Yes. He's a weird guy. Like I don't, you know. He's got he's, all he's, sorts
0: of hangups, man. <laughs>
1: he does. He really does. It's it's hard to. Well, that, like, that's who I,
0: Gina's with, right? They're they're partners now in in, in oh, film.
1: Yeah, they made that movie that made like ten thousand dollars total. Um, because that movie actually did come out, and I have no idea what happened to it, but it made no money. Sweet. But it's just like it's it must be hard to live a life like he does. To just hate everything? because I, like I, that's what, what, what I've been do you, telling you, man. Like, what do you draw joy from in your life? Because at this point, like, nobody respects you as, like, a person anymore because you've just become, like, a giant internet meme. It's just hard to understand, like, why you would choose to live your life in such a way where everything is either, a, hey. like, either annoys you or you hate. It's just Listen, h- so hard to y- figure that you out.
0: you know me. I am a... Again, the glass half empty type of guy, typically not jubilant when I wake up, usually have an edge to my my personality. But you're right. Like even someone like me, it's impossible to hate everything all the time.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, like it's it's very hard, and like I'm a I'm the type of person who like goes out of my way to not hate anything. Like I <laughs> like I'll go watch something. Yeah, and, like, I, I, if I it's need bad, I need to do that
0: more because I, <laughs> I I like that it, it's it's not really pop culture that that makes me. I it's it's humanity that really yeah, gets me. Yeah, that, that's the stuff. hard one. That's the hard <laughs> no, I one. got a problem with humans, dude. I got a problem. Yeah. So. All right, you can talk a little Star Wars. Yeah, let's talk a little Star Wars. Okay. You know what, Nick, I. I, I'm sure you, you saw it, but there was like a, a deluge of Ahsoka stuff. Some of it with a lot of new beats. Uh, we're we're going to pass on a lot of that, but I do want to touch on the Force trailer that I think came out yesterday. And the reason yeah. we're going to talk about that is they're twofold. Anakin is in it. It's Hayden's Anakin speaking about Ahsoka. So if you haven't, if, you, if you've been keeping that head buried deep, This is confirmation now that Hayden is in the series. Okay. Unless they just paid him to do a voiceover for a trailer, which ain't going to happen. So that, that trailer really got everyone's nostalgia juices flowing yesterday because Hayden was in it. It's the first time you heard him as Anakin speaking the word Ahsoka in live action. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Everybody? Yes. Cause you gotta remember Hayden's Anakin never had an Ahsoka like that. That was an afterthought that that was a 2008. In fact, if you follow at Star Wars time dot show on Instagram, today's Star Wars history. I think in 2008, on this day, August 15th, the Clone Wars hit U.S.
1: cinemas. So.
0: um, I saw that.
1: uh, I saw you remember how they used to do like previews and like theater preview. I think they still do. But uh, my friend's dad always had a hookup at movie theaters. So we got to see like the early preview of the Clone Wars movie. Yeah, I
0: I used to I had that hookup during the prequels like Stump and I. We We were just talking about this when he came to visit. We got imagine like an AMC sized theater. Whole thing to ourselves, I think a week before Attack of the Clones came out.
1: That's pretty sick. I mean, think that about is-
0: that. I, I would have been like 21, 22, cuckoo for like all in it. We, we just yeah. went to Celebration 2 out in Indy. We, we were nuts, like first ever cosplayers, that type of shit. And then to get to get to see Star Wars, my religion, a week early in a private screening in a massive theater, I'll never forget that. It fucking kicked ass. Uh, but but back to that movie, Nick, it's funny that we, we talk about the Clone Wars now, and it's, it's a big anniversary, especially with Ahsoka coming out. But if you look back to it, a lot of the people that now consider the Clone Wars to be some of the best Star Wars content ever produced, and Ahsoka, one of the greatest characters ever created, were the loudest anti-snips, anti-animated Star Wars fucks in the land. So yeah. if, if you're new to the Star Wars fandom, and you're like, man, why did, why did, why did the fans turn on things so quickly? It, it's, it's always been that way. It's always been yeah. that way. It's just like, I'm sure the older people, when Jedi came out and there were Ewoks, they they started to turn on it. It just, Hey, it happens. It's generational. It is what it is. But like I said, we get this trailer, you hear Hayden as, as Anakin and, and I, I shit you not, Nick, the dude studied Matt Lanter's cadence, uh, because it is a mix of, of his true Anakin. He is Anakin. Hmm, But it it is delivered with a hint of how Lanter used to recreate Hayden's voice for the animated Clone Wars series. So it was it was a huge moment. Um, I, I, I can't remember. I wrote down what he said. This is what he said, Nick. In this war, you will face more than just droids. As your master, it's my responsibility to prepare you. I won't always be there to look out for you. Don't be afraid and trust your instincts. I know you can do this, Ahsoka. Um, is that is that kind of what he said to her in the Tales of the Jedi short when he essentially turned her over to the clones? Is that like a direct
1: quote? I, it sounded familiar when I heard it in the trailer. I don't think it's a direct quote, but it is definitely something that is that it's a, that's it's like the same mantra the same lines. Okay, yeah, because cause
0: I believe from that short, you know, she kicked the shit out of the out of the new droid remotes. And Anakin was like, you know, fuck that. You're going to face more than droids in this war. So if you really want to train the right way and be prepared and take care of yourself, we're going to do it my way. And that's where he essentially has the clones for all three years of the clone wars, zap her ass until she gets good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh So I guess, Nick, is that a, was that just a treat for the trailer or is that like a flashback moment we're hearing?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting because I I do think that 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 moment to me is either two things: a flashback moment, like you said, or it is like an it's like a mantra, like it's almost like something that she like hears in her head in meditation. Well, because like, getting, that, go ahead. Well, like to me, like that doesn't apply just to like the Clone Wars. That that applies to everything, like. There is going to be more than you expected in totally. this. Totally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just like we we realized with that lesson. The only reason she survived Order sixty six with Rex is because of that training, and exactly. that that wasn't fighting droids. Uh, I mean, that was trying to save your life against a a a full starship of mad clones. So you you are right. I mean, th- th- this was a lesson more f- for just droids. It was for her life. And what I was gonna say before I I cut you off and then let you finish, so there you go, Spencer. Um, shit, and that's why I cut him off, cause now I fucking forget.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn it!
1: It's it, okay, it, it'll come. It, back. it
0: made sense, yeah. It, it definitely. I was I was driving home a point. Um. Oh well, fuck it. So. Um. I I do think the him talking in this trailer is is a voiceover that we're going to get in the show. And, oh, I, okay. So the other thing, like, yesterday and I think part of today, the, the other thing they're really hitting hard on the Ahsoka pro- promotions is the whole apprentice-master dynamic. I mean, literally, there's a trailer today just on Masters and Apprentice. Masters and Apprentice. That's kind of what this, this trailer was, Masters and Apprentice. So it does seem, not that this is a surprise, but the, the whole Sabine-Ahsoka... Master Apprentice is going to be a, a major focus, a major uh, narrative of the Ahsoka series. Yeah. And Nick, I have this screen up of, from this, this Force trailer that had Anakin and all that fun stuff. And it had the, the, these words sh- with obviously Ahsoka being underneath them. A new Jedi will rise. All right. Is it Sabine? Does Ahsoka I mean, call herself a Jedi again by the end of this? I mean, what what, what is that? How, I think how, how are a, you interpreting that?
1: There's a lot of options. I mean, we've definitely seen training montages between Sabine and Ahsoka um, throughout the different trailers that have been released. So that's definitely a possibility. Um, Ahsoka, I don't think, like, I don't know if there's anything that could happen in this series that could be like, well, I'm going to rededicate myself to the Jedi again because that was never really like, it didn't seem like she she had any interest in going back no. or that she was like, I'll come back when I feel the time is right. I feel like she was like very much on her own journey. Um, the only the other option that I can think of, and this would be like a real kind of on the sly way to handle it, is Jason, right? Like the kid um, Hera's son,
0: because
1: I mean, like we know that he is from force blood. I mean, Kanan, uh, is is undoubtedly in there. Yeah. No doubt. doubt. He's undoubtedly a, 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 Jedi producer. So it could be a sly way of, of, of like pointing to, uh, Jason Syndulla in a way. It could also be Sabine, but, I don't know if we've ever gotten any sort of confirmation that Sabine actually has force powers. I know, I think we may have discussed that, like that, that there was like, perhaps like a small hint in, in rebels at some point when she was doing her training with Kanan and the dark saber, but it was never like, that, that's kind of where
0: I want to go. Cause I, I have a feeling this show is turning into Sabine becoming a, a trained force user and she potentially is the new Jedi. It's it's very possible. Uh, I mean obviously that, Ezra's out there but is he already a Jedi? Yeah, like of, he's not right? like a
1: I wouldn't consider him like a new Jedi. I feel like at this I point I got to get a sweat
0: rag, keep going. I'm dying <laughs> I feel like here.
1: I feel like at some point like I it was like it was accepted that Ezra had taken his place at at the very least as a Jedi padawan under the training of Kanan during the time a Star Wars Rebels, like so, I don't think that he would be considered a new Jedi. So yeah, I mean, Sabine makes sense. Jason Syndulla makes sense. I don't even think that you could consider like you wouldn't even consider Ahsoka a new Jedi. No, a new so like even if she did decide to like re retake the moniker of Jedi, I wouldn't consider her a new one. It's just like well, she's coming back.
0: That's why I really like your your Jason call there because I wasn't even thinking of that. I mean, and I should be because. They're making it so obvious that it could be Sabine through these trailers. Like, they're, they're not hiding shit. I mean, like I said, th- this weekend we got a lot of new footage. Uh, you get better looks of the Sabine shin duel. You get better looks of literally Sabine wearing a blinder training with Ahsoka. And uh, like I said, it, it really feels like a main narrative here outside of the Thrawn shit and Ezra and all that is the Master Apprentice or, or reforming the Master Apprentice bond Between an Ahsoka and Sabine and and who knows what happened off screen. Hopefully we're going to get all that filled in. Maybe she did start training. Maybe there is an inkling of the force power. I think we have kind of come to the conclusion that anyone can tap into the force. I believe the maker himself has said that. It's yeah, just, it, it's easier like, for, for some people that, you know, are obviously yeah. loaded with more genes, but if
1: your metachlorine count is higher, it's much easier to tap yeah, into that. Yeah, sure. Yes.
0: So. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, let's run with it. If Sabine... I why a new Jedi will rise. I mean, Luke's the new Jedi. Unless he's, unless rise rising them all. I mean, does Sabine end up training with Luke at some point in time?
1: Unless this is like truly a very like this is like a true like future Force vision that is referencing Rey. Already at this point. Well, could it be the could it plural, be Kylo?
0: Could could it be the plural of Jedi, like a new Jedi, like as in order
1: type of Jedi. Yeah, we'll you know, Like what what what, what Ray is supposed to bring about? This new type of Jedi. And, and Ray's
0: still like 30 years down the road from this.
1: Yeah, no, I mean she's pretty far out. I mean, the other thought is like, are they, like could they potentially be talking about Kylo? Because we know that Kylo is born. Uh, you know, Ben Ben Solo ben, was born and trained as a Jedi. He under would Luke Skywalker. he would probably
0: because this is taking place season three, Mando. So we're at least we're close Eight, to ten nine years. years yeah, yeah, close to ten years past Jedi. And I think,
1: and he's ten years older than Ray, right? Yeah,
0: Kylo would be. He's probably about to be born here within the next five or five to ten, probably yeah. five years at that.
1: Yeah. Well, there's
0: also if if you go back to some of the earlier trailers, um, Huyang says maybe it's time to start again. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like I I guess we've been so consumed with the the Thrawn, his threat to uh, the New Republic. Obviously, a lot of the leaks we looked at early on, and I'm glad I've forgotten a lot of them because some people and. Listen, I, I like Bestman Bulletin, but I can't believe he like just flat out put out spoilers like on a post title. I'm like, dude, that's not right. Um, but it it does it does sound like the series is also going to put a lot of focus on this Sabine thing.
1: Yeah, I mean Hold on, we got it, a
0: question here from Michael. How do you how do you both feel about Sabine being Force-sensitive? I hate it because Disney acts like there are 300 Force-sensitive. You know what, Michael? We've actually talked about this. Uh, we, too, have brought up the fact that it, 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 it seems like Order 66 wasn't as final as we thought. I mean, Balin in Ahsoka, he's, he's a Force-user. Kanan was a Force-user. Ezra became a Force-user. Grogu. So I, I I definitely feel it. Um, I, I, I necessarily wouldn't be as upset with Sabine just because of how much time she has spent with force users and her, her Mandalorian background. That'd be kind of cool to, you know, get another Mando force user out there in the galaxy, but I do understand. And, and like I said, a few shows back, Nick and I, we went on a, a pretty deep tangent on, are are, yeah, like the, are there too many Jedi that survived? Because it is getting weird. It's like if you had all this conflict, yet you had Grogu sitting around, or, or this person, or, or Balin, or Ahsoka, yeah. or Sabine, or Ezra. What what were they yeah. doing? Why did they I allow mean, all the? Why did they allow the First Order to come back?
1: I mean, I, I with with Sabine, it is a very interesting thing because, like we mentioned. In Rebels, there was already kind of hints that she was Force-sensitive. Like, if you haven't watched Rebels, go back and watch it. Specifically go back and watch, I think it's season three, when she gets the Darksaber and she's training with it with Kanan. Like, go watch that series, like, specifically, like, that arc. And you can see that, like, even at that time, they were kind of talking about her as, like, potentially Force-sensitive. Also, like, you know... I think the question around like the number of force users in the galaxy was specifically around like the number of Jedi, Jedi who survived right. 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 over 66 because that which are are trained and and hardcore
0: growing. force users. So, yeah. like we were saying earlier and we'll wrap Michael's question here is I believe George is on record saying everyone can tap into it. Yeah. It's just easier comes more naturally to those that have a higher <laughs> midi count. So Sabine, you know, always had potential to tap into her latent force powers. It just, you know, because she wasn't taken as a child, she wasn't trained, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little more. You know, she's not a Rey, she's not a Skywalker, she's not a Palpatine, she's not a Kenobi type, she's not a Yoda, a Windu. But if we take what the Maker's saying, everyone's got a little bit of that juice in their system with enough coaching mentoring training you probably can start to do some stuff with it hell we see her try to to push fighting shin so that means she maybe she's done in the past maybe she's felt it maybe she's maybe
1: maybe ahsoka maybe that's like the first step ahsoka's like okay like step one jedi power step one push force push things like this is your 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 first step into a new world almost you know kind of harking back to what Kenobi said,
0: "It's weird. It's like uh, if she is like if she came out in the series and she's a full-on Jedi and she can do the mind trick and fucking heal people, yeah, that'd be, that'd be like okay, that's that's dumb. But if they show how it's been an arduous journey, a slow roll to get there, I mean, how it it seems like these two have beef where they quit training together, or Soka she says she just left Sabine." Uh, I, I could get into that where you know it's kind of like a Karate Kid. You, you you slowly come into these these powers and you become yeah. formidable, but it was it was no easy task to to kind of get them to to come out and and use them the way you want to.
1: I mean, you got to go through force on, force off. There, yeah, you <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know? you gotta,
0: That's how you start learn. the mind trick. It's like that. Yeah, so you, you got to practice gotta. the movements
1: yeah, And I could see so, Sabine, like, if that's the case, I could see her just based off of her personality type and her character being the person that's like, I don't want to do all this beginner shit. Like, right. just tell me how to fucking do stuff.
0: It, it just, I, I thought it was weird. A new Jedi will rise. And it's, I, like Nick said, I don't see Ahsoka rebranding herself. I think she's become what she is. She, she is, to me, the definition of an unaligned force user. She's the, the, the truest of it, possibly, um, because she doesn't, she hasn't fucked with any order since she was a teen where, you know, Ray's reading the Jedi books. Kylo was jerking off to his, his grandfather. Grandpa. I mean, he, he was, pr- he was pretty much into the the dark side and Ahsoka has, I know the word doesn't exist, but she has kind of been that, that Ahsoka, the gray ever since she, uh, well, I'd say since the siege of Mandalore.
1: Yeah. I mean, at that point, cause the, I mean, the, even in the siege of Mandalore, she was essentially like coaxed back. Like, you right. know,
0: yeah, it was, it was, Bo- it was Bo-Katan, Ursa yeah. Ren, and one other night hour. Like, Hey, we need your help to get this dickhead and face paint yeah. off our planet.
1: Yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, we're going to have to loop in Kenobi and, and Anakin to get some sort of like on the ground support. And then obviously if you guys, you know, everybody who's seen Clone War season seven knows that's how the three thirty second comes around everything like that. So, um, yeah, yeah anyway, there's a, a lot of possibilities. I know,
0: the, I know the Hayden thing was was the big boner popper yesterday, and I, I agree it was cool. I mean, uh, they they use they reuse his old young Anakin footage, and uh, I think someone left a comment like, "Hey, I'm down for as long as they're not trying to make old Hayden look young." And, and I, I got that. You know, we we brought that up during the one flashback flashback in Kenobi, where it's like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, Hayden still looks great, but." you probably should have done a few more passes over, over the face, wipe out a few more wrinkles or just do whatever you did for Harrison Ford and dial the destiny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the one for Harrison looked pretty good, but yeah, I mean, we'll see kind of how they treat it. I assume now that they've like seen what the finished version looked like in, in, uh, you know, in Kenobi and they've gotten, Fan feedback, I guess that's what you can call it. Fan <laughs> yeah, feedback. Fan, fan. I fucking hate you, I L M, you suck dick. Fire yeah. Kathy. And they're like, okay, file that under hostile feedback and then <laughs> now yeah. now <laughs> they could try to see if they can do a different passage. Could you imagine
0: those bins? The hostile bin mm-hmm. is literally touching the roof where uh, the positive feedback, there's like one piece of paper yeah, in
1: there. Two, two or three. And, they and just it, take it comes hostile. from the Star
0: Wars time show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They take the hostile feedback out to they the know, We know, we know Matt fire. from
0: SWTS. He'll like it. He's a fucking lemming dope. So <laughs> he'll say something nice to us. Yeah. So yeah, New Jedi Will Rise. Who that new Jedi is, it's up in the air. I mean, from the trailers, it seems like it's Sabine. Uh, I just, I don't see Ahsoka, as Nick said, when we kicked this topic off, coming around. Like, you know what? Yes, after we did this and got Ezra back and Thrawn's here, I'm ready to call myself a Jedi again. Who knows? I guess it could be cool. Maybe, especially if she linked up with Luke and they were Jedi together, but it just seems out of character. I think Nick's Nick's kind of out of the blue pick of of jason syndulla that that's pretty nice that that would be that'd be a fan moment for sure and it would definitely line up even better than sabine even though we've seen sabine train we know she's dedicated and yada yada but when you got some canine sperm in your dna it it definitely makes it a bit easier to sell you as a potential jedi future jedi uh, the only other thing I, I I wanted to just show off here, I think it's the best shot we got uh, from this trailer when they're flying through all that smoky shit, and you can see all those tentacles. But it, it, we got like the the face and the eye of what has to be a a here. Uh, so I, I'm assuming Nick, because they're they're like they're like having a dogfight through this. So I'm guessing they've the good guys. Their only way to get to where they need to go is through the whales. Yeah. where the bad guys may have gotten there through their other trinkets and devices, and and they're, you know, they're they're trying to prevent the good guys from getting to location X in the Z galaxy, where they're gonna find Karate Kid Ezra <laughs> using his Taras Kasi skills against yeah, I mean zombie stormtroopers and all this other <laughs> shit we've heard about.
1: I assume that it's something similar to like, what was, like, how they found their way to Exegol, because, like, Exegol was another place that, like... You yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, it, it's
0: not on the star map. You kind of have to, like, yeah. rub your belly and tap your head at the same time.
1: Yeah, so, um, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, the Pergils are definitely, like, and the thing is with the Pergils is, like, we already know that they have a direct connection to the whole, you know, Thrawn, Ezra, BAMF out of wherever they are oh, yeah. to somewhere else thing. So, like, maybe if they, like, can communicate with the purgils in some way. And we know that like Ahsoka has a connection to hundred percent specific animals. So go back to tales force of the
0: Jedi. Of I mean, literally her origin story is her mom and her went out on their ritual hunt because that's what they do. Uh, and her mom gets a fucking saber tooth tiger thing, takes her from her mom and is about to eat her. And Ahsoka reaches out with the force and tames it. And essentially without speaking commands it to take her back to the village.
1: Yeah. So I uh, can see, I can definitely see a moment where like she totally. connects with one of these per Well, and, I mean, and, it,
0: that's how Ezra did it. Right. Isn't that how he more or less channeled them to Lothal to pull them yeah, out? Exactly. I mean, he he yeah. used the force like re- literally reached out ESP style, hmm. kind of like a Spock to the humpback whales in, in the search for Spock, Star Trek four.
1: Oh, man, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, prior to that, even prior to that moment, Ezra had a connection with the Pergills when they were working. like Kanan with the fucking Rebels.
0: wolves? I mean, Christ, yeah, I mean, like, season four after, you know, Kanan's tragic passing, he and Ezra communicate through the big-ass Lothwolf. wolf. Do. I mean,
1: yeah, doom, do. That's how do. we found out Kanan's real name.
0: So, um, yeah, you're. Yeah, I, I, I would not be surprised... If we, if we got some creature force communication, you're a hundred percent correct here. Definitely. And, and it could be like Ahsoka reaching out like, Hey, all these years ago, you, you took this other being, take me there. And whoop, they they did yeah. their little zip, zip, bling, and see you later. Fucking, I wonder who stole, uh hyperspeed from the whales and do do you think they did it like the way we do to animals and they like tortured it and fucking abused it or
1: probably do you think it was just
0: like something natural like in their juices they left in the ether they could figure it out
1: yeah hopefully it's like whenever they did like jump into hyperspace there was like a like a material or some sort of like space goo left behind that they could like take and then collect it up and 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 they didn't fucking capture one of these pergils and, and like test yeah, shampoo like on it and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> ma- put makeup on
0: it to make oh, sure God. it's safe.
1: Oh, my God. buddy, my
0: buddy, Rory, the, the the Jar Jar Binks homer. Yeah. He was telling me something that's completely off topic, but not really. He's like, dude, I was listening to this old experiment that they did. I don't know if it was like the army or something, but they they took a family of rabbits, like a mother and her baby bunnies. They sunk the baby bunnies on a sub, kept the mother on land, and then they they systematically drowned each baby bunny to see if the mother's brain would somehow respond through like ESP. It's that like,
1: is <laughs> so fucked well, up. Well, that
0: that that's humanity for you, but like, science is science, you know. I guess. Just,
1: <laughs> and like, just to like give like so r- before we went live, I told Matt that me and my girlfriend Taylor just rescued this abandoned kitten. And, like, so, like, both Matt and I are very much, like, animal lover people. And just to hear that, like, I mean, I already knew just from, like, going to school that the the U.S. government and, t- like, the world just, like, uses animals as experimentation methods, which is disgusting. But, like, that is just on a next level of stupidity and heartlessness that I really can't understand.
0: Well, I mean, my two cats, we call them COVID cats. And the reason we do is 2020 summer, I had two cats show up in the sewer in my backyard and they weren't running away. So they weren't feral. Some fuck just dropped them in the neighborhood. It's like, here you go. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just so disgusting how people treat animals and like probably the same in a galaxy far far away, honestly. Like probably they 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 captured one of these pergils and fucking poked it with electric rods until it fig- until it like hyperspaced itself and and then got learned how what they could to make the uh you know the, the Yeah, hyperspace wait, when, when it engines. comes
0: to, to, to test and subjects, I promise you there are plenty of humans in this world that will do anything for cash just pay him like listen you might lose a fucking body part or an eye might fall out but we'll give you 50 grand that's the best fucking test you can get for making makeup or shampoo or whatever the hell else you're testing on animals so just offer it up to people people are out there right i always hear how people can't get work this doesn't require a nine to five just go and you know cross your fingers and hope you don't grow a third head
1: yeah exactly like if your hair turns green hey that's that's a yeah, risk there, there you go
0: it's better than doing the animals. <laughs> so, yeah, animals and we're animals are... anyways people just get used to that idea all right all right so sticking on the ahsoka train so we, we have all sorts of stuff we, we got the directors who we're going to talk about now we got the runtime for the first three and then as we always do here on the star wars time show over this week and next week's show, we're gonna do our wants and predictions. So this week, we're gonna lay down our wants. So think about like as a as a pure fan wish, like I really hope to see this. Where next week, we're gonna use our our educated Star Wars helmets to make some predictions. Hopefully, not looking at spoilers because I'm not because they are bad. And like I said, I caught one on BB that was I was like, dude, come on. I know you want that clout and clicks, but you can't throw that type of shit into a fucking post title.
1: Yeah, no, I can't do that.
0: But we're not there yet. We're into directors, and I know, you know, I, I kind of dig this too. Mostly, Nick, because we've gotten to know these this kind of crew of Mandoverse directors over the past four years. So a lot of times when you know who's directing which episode, you can kind of get an idea of what that episode may entail. So, for Ahsoka, we have the man himself... George Lucas's apprentice, Dave Filoni, he's kicking off the premiere. So he's doing episode 101 and he's doing 105. So he's got the premiere nick and kind of like that the the half or the the midway, after midway. the midway. Yeah, right after yeah. the. Steph Green, who we all loved her episode in The Book of Boba Fett, she did The Train Heist, if you forget. She's taken on 102 and 103, so she, in my opinion, Nick, is getting almost even more important episodes than Dave with the pilot. Yeah. Because yeah. she, she kind of has to, you have to keep pay, off on, yeah, pay off on, on what was set up and, like Nick said, kind of keep the interest engaged. Peter Ramsey, who, who just took a turn in Mando S3E5, he's got episode four. What was episode five? Episode five, I do not think it's the Lizzo episode. It's the um, I think it was the, the Persian pirate. episode.
1: It's the pirate. It's it, pirate. It, yeah, it's the pirate. Okay, so that's the one with um.
0: So it was the, it was the battle, right? It was the yeah, attack was on the, Navarro.
1: Yeah, I think it was the chap. Yeah, the attack on Navarro. Oh yeah, and well that, then, that that that's fantastic. Yeah, he, he was Republic. good. Yeah, he was definitely. Yeah, so good. that was the one where I was like, they were like, Tiva's trying to get aid won't happen, and then. You know, every, the, the Mando's kind of...
0: Bat's down here saying he thinks Thrawn will show up in 105. That's why Dave has it.
1: It could. It's very possible. Very
0: possible. I'm, I'm not Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. I don't... I, I, I'm i still kind of in the camp where Thrawn doesn't have his true galaxy Maybe. return until the end. But in terms of seeing him for the first time, yeah, I'm down for the fifth episode. That makes sense.
1: I'm kind of on the same page Uh, with you uh, on that because I really do think that like the proper introduction to Thrawn like his re-emergence will probably be either episode seven or eight
0: right because I mean we have so many bad guys to deal with in the series I mean all right Balen Shin Merrick there's there's three right there and and they all use the force and lightsabers in some capacity uh we've we've heard that thron's gonna have a kind of his own henchman enoch so i think they're gonna have the good guys are gonna have plenty to play with to kind of leave the the big blue man in in the background yeah uh, but yeah I, I could see like that 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 shot we've seen in the trailer the first time we we saw him at celebration i could see that coming up in episode five um Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that, Bat. I don't think we get a lot of New Republic dealing with Thrawn in the Ahsoka series. I don't. I think they're saving that for... Yeah,
1: I, the overall New Republic side of it, like the actual New Republic getting involved, that is probably going to be a, not in this series.
0: Not my, I mean, I wouldn't be like, if he shows up in seven or eight and just blast the rest of their fleet, sure. But I, I don't think we get into the politics of Thrawn's return too too deeply in the Ahsoka series. I think the first half is going to be Ahsoka out on her thing. She's hearing the murmurs, goes to the New Republic, they tell her to fuck off, but her Rebels friends are like, yeah, you know what, we believe you, we're, we're kind of feeling itchy too, let's go gather up Sabine and, and and the crew and let's do our thing. It's it's about time to go find Ezra because yes. he's attached to Thrawn. So. Uh, but hey, you, you never know. You never know. I'm on uh, Percocet 10s right now, they're definitely kicking in, so... I could just be making shit up. There's my I mean, boy, Justin and Devin. Yes. Yes. Uh, you'll have to rewind. Uh, broke my collarbone on the one wheel on the beach. Having a great time. Um, so yeah, life sucks, but um, I'm, it's a much better situation than having a leg taken out. Okay. So yes, I'm an ass wipe. All right. Continuing with our director. So we left with Peter Ramsey at episode four. We, we saw his work most recently in Mando S3E5. Up next is Jennifer. Getzing and Nick, you, you'd have to do some, uh, I'll do a quick, you'd Google. have to do, yeah, hit the, hit the internet machine real quick. Yes. To, to so look Jennifer,
1: Jennifer Getzinger, that's her, her name, I think, or it, no, is it, is this a different, okay, uh, let's see right here. Getzingy,
0: Getzingy. Get- it probably is Getzinger.
1: American, uh, director and script supervisor for film and television. Uh, Worked as a script supervisor primarily. Um, Directing credits include Hung, which is an HBO TV show. If you've never seen it, it's pretty funny. Orange is the New Black, The Killing, Agent Carter... How to get away with murder. So a lot of TV Dude, Asian Carter was a great fucking series. It was. It was a really good series. She she has directed episodes of Westworld and Daredevil. Okay, yeah. so, she, so she
0: does TV and, and does it well. So
1: yeah. Yeah. So she's.
0: No, no she worries there. Uh, and then we have Gita
1: Vasant Patel. I like the name. Apparently she has directed uh, House of Dragons. From Ooh. What I okay. See. Okay. So,
0: Nick. So Nick's going to hate one Oh seven.
1: It's going to suck for <laughs> sure. That one's going to be bad. Man.
0: I just, I forgot house was a thing. I'm so I'm, I'm excited, but that, that's probably at least a year or two away. Yeah. Uh, now even further. I mean, dude, uh, rings of power. Fuck. When are we going to see season two of that at this point?
1: Dude, I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, the good thing for my household is, is uh wheel of time season two is coming out September one. So Taylor okay, that's good. That's good. I'm
0: that. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I might need to rewatch one. I'm I'm rewatching Foundation season 1 to get into season 2 cuz that's going on right now and I I want to watch that Silo on Apple TV with Rebecca Ferguson cuz that looks pretty pretty excellent.
1: So yeah, I mean uh we we'll, we'll, we'll see what it what happens with this one, but yeah, House of Dragon for uh for Gita. She also did the runaways, some episodes of the runaways, some episodes of the magicians, The Great. The Great is a Hulu TV show about comedy series based in like um like old England. Uh, right. Like, you know, monarchy times in England. So she she definitely has yeah. some some notable stuff under her belt for sure.
0: And then Mr. Rick Famouia, he gets the finale.
1: Closing it out, yeah. I mean, Rick is just a part of the the Star Wars TV family at the point. Uh, he's, I, he's I, I mean, things.
0: Nick. At this point, he's essentially the the third head in the Dave yeah. and John Mando verse. I mean, it's it's John is the lead, Dave is is the right hand, and then you know Rick at this point is almost the Holy Spirit. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, because he he did Mando S one episode two and six, Mando S two seven, Mando S three one seven eight. Yeah. So he, he's up there. I mean, he, he's directed more Mando-verse than Dave Filoni himself. And, yeah, than,
1: than Dave has. So, yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad that he's closing it out. I, I've liked the episodes that he's filmed uh, before. I think that, you know, all of us can agree that uh, the episodes that he did for Mando season three were top notch. So excited to see how he closes it and and really, like, excited to see how this ends. Because I think for for most of the other series, like, you could kind of see where it was going towards the end of it. And I think that like, there's a way that you can kind of see how this one's going. Like probably Thrawn's going to end up a big force in the galaxy by the end of this series. But like what, who is he bringing with him is my question. Well,
0: again, without getting too deep into the, the leak weeds, it sounds like some form of resurrected nightmare force and fuel force (laughs) infused army of some kind.
1: Crazy. Um, so, I mean, like, that could also be, like, if it really is something like that, is that, like, what essentially becomes the Sith Troopers, like, the experimentation that Thrawn did on these Troopers? If they, Again, like, this is, if this is true, like, is this experimentation that he did to, like, have these Force-infused Troopers, like, used in the Sith Trooper project that we see in in uh, Rise yeah, of Skywalker? I, I don't think, th-
0: I mean, you would know better than me, but did Thrawn <clears throat> give a rat's ass about the Force and that type of shit?
1: No, Thrawn, Thrawn always looked at the Force as, like it, as something interesting, but it was never something, at least from what I've read. Yeah, he like was so, never, so like, I don't see him
0: getting all, I don't know what's going on here. Maybe a bone, like part of my collarbone is <laughs> coming up through my throat, but I can't talk. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I, I'm not going to relook at some of the leaks, but from what I can remember, it does sound like, and this is, Potentially how he's connected to Morgan Elsbeth and she's connected the Night Sisters, but wherever he's been, there there's some form of the force that our galaxy doesn't quite know how to tap into. They can use it a bit differently. And it, it sounds like he's potentially used it to resurrect some army, potentially so, storm troopers to to
1: bring back. So here's the one thing that I can say about Thrawn's involvement with force users in the past. Okay. And it has to do with his time in the Chiss Ascendancy. For the Chiss, the only really real interaction that they had with Force-sensitive people was their navigators. All of their navigators were Force-sensitive, but they called them something else. They didn't say like they have the Force. They they had a different name for them within the Chiss Ascendancy. And it was because all of their navigators were Force-sensitive because they were the only ones that could that could navigate through the uncertain areas of space that they were traveling through. Um, you know what this time. sounds like? This
0: sounds like the fucking the humans in Dune that took so much spice. They become like yeah. big brains to navigate the it's, <laughs> essentially it, their, 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 their wormholes.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's very similar to that okay. where like right. they had to use the force to essentially like, be able to predict obstacles in their way, predict it, yeah. things that were like in the path of their hyperspace travel and work around it. Well, so, like,
0: Bang is saying that they call them Skywalkers, right? That's what it was. Skywalkers.
1: Okay. Yep. I knew I was like, God damn it. I know that like they called them Skywalkers and go. it was because it was like that was like an interaction that like when, when Ron and Anakin first met up, on Batuu before Anakin had turned into Vader and he like Thrawn found out his name was Anakin Skywalker, either that like influenced the way that they named their navigators or it was the opposite where like Thrawn was like Skywalker. We've used like, that's what we call our navigators. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. So so bangos
0: yeah. with you. Yeah. Thrawn generally saw the force as a tool, pretty much yeah. what you were saying. So if we take that, it would make complete sense if he's locked out in la-la land that someone showed him how to use the force in a way to give him a tactical advantage. He's probably going to tap into that then, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure. And that, like, one of my things, so we have, like, a special topic planned for this where we, like, go into our wants for Ahsoka. And, and really, one of the things that I'm interested in is He's always wanted to get back to the Chiss ascendancy. Like I said in like multiple episodes ago, like he was uh, like the, the goal for him was always to like, ha- like help the empire. Yes. Achieve their goals. But at the, his end goal was to like, once he, he dealt with whatever the issues were for the empire in this galaxy to really use the force of the empire to repel the Chiss's, you know, enemies, the Grisk that were starting to, to, to push into their territory. So now that he's like been out there on his own for quite a while, like he's been out in unknown space for a while, did he take that time to to go back to the chiss, like to the people that he's already familiar with, make contact with the chiss again and potentially take some of their resources back? Like there's a, yeah, there's I mean, a lot that, of that's
0: potential. We also have to consider that if he needs Morgan to get him, he probably hasn't figured out how to. Wherever the whales dropped him, the Pergil, even all these years later, almost 10 years later, he still hasn't figured out how to leave that space.
1: Yeah. So I it, there's a lot of open questions <clears throat> as to like Thrawn's resurgence and like, because he's not coming alone. Like it would make no sense for him to be like, yeah, oh was- no, no. I mean, he has
0: at least the Chimera, right? Is that the ship he got sucked out on? I don't think they sucked any other destroyers out there with him.
1: Yeah, so, like, that was... um, Yeah, he was on the Chimera. Obviously, we know that the the windows to that ship got fucking wrecked, and they were exposed to the vacuum of space, but they they have, like, blast shields that can come down around that, so that shouldn't be an issue. Except Um,
0: there were, like pergill tendrils through the windows holding on yeah. to thrones <laughs> so, so I still, yeah i mean i don't hey I don't it's know. it's
1: animated sci-fi it's <laughs> yeah.
0: just yeah the pergill juice the, saved them he sprayed them with yeah. goo and then they could breed the goo
1: yeah it's like who knows how they're gonna justify all of that stuff but um there's no way that he's been gone for this long and he's gonna come back empty-handed like he's gonna yeah, have yeah
0: exactly and that's again without getting into the spoiler weeds i think he's been spending his time in this unknown part of the galaxy working with the locals and, and getting some uh, mysticism added to his tool belt, not yeah. for him to use, but use as tools as all you uh, Thrawn homers are telling me right here. So, all right. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, it's good shit, man. I mean, I, the, the show is, I'm definitely starting to feel the, the excitement for it. I mean, I I have felt it, but we're, we're a week away at this point. And it really is, it's like, man, I can't wait, because as we get into our our next topic here, we're getting a treat next week, at least in terms of runtime. And this is the way to do it, although I'm, I'm, I'm scared about the trend after episode one. So next week, remember, we're, we're getting a, a two-episode drop. And it, 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 episode one, with actual content, 51 minutes, 6 seconds. Episode two, actual content, 38 minutes, 33 seconds. So right there, Nick, we're essentially starting with your plan. If we started releasing these things in theaters, we're starting with a a damn near 90 minute movie to kick off the Ahsoka series next week. And I I think that's brilliant. I mean, episode one is definitely heavy. It's long. I mean, I I think we're going to get a lot of the broad setup in episode one. By the end of episode, mid episode two, we will be funneling towards the more focused narratives. And then next week in three, we should be well on our way to the adventure. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah the, the 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 90 minute start of, of pure content is exciting. Even though it I'm is. like, shit, this is gonna be hard to break down with one hand, but I know I'll figure it out. But I do I do like it. I, I think spending 90 minutes with Ahsoka next week to get reacquainted with everyone in live action is, is definitely the right move. I'm glad they did the one, two. It makes sense now that you see these run times. Uh, I have a feeling if you just stopped at one, you'd be sitting there with your mouth agape, like, uh oh, but, uh, we're not quite there more. yet. Yeah. We're not quite there yet. So I, I think episode two will give you that, that climax you're looking for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and then we got, like I said, episode three at 31 minutes. So it it is looking like as the season goes on, it's going to settle into that half hour of, of pure content, which, hey, it's just for some reason in Star Wars land. And now it seems like in the MCU, they can't make 40 minute long TV shows anymore. Yeah. Um, so,
1: I mean, I, I I hope that the 90 minute kickoff really like gives us a, like a really strong kind of kick into the season and then carries off into the rest of the 30. I mean, we, I'm assuming that everything's going to be around 30 minutes from that point on out. Yeah. Um, well, you know,
0: you know our boy Cryptic HD Quality who, who always has these scoops. I don't know where he works or where his friends work, but I'm sure he'll be dropping the uh, episode runtimes throughout the season. So stay tuned to the Star Wars Time Show to get your runtime news hot and fresh. For sure, so. Ezra. What was Ezra trending for? I, I mean, there, there's a press packet going around today where Aman Esfandi is specifically listed in it, but the guy was in the fucking trailer. So yeah, I
1: mean, he was in. We saw him in the Hello? trailer. Hello. So that's not like <laughs> here's super-
0: here's where you know where the world is fucked up, especially over here. As we're looking at this Twitter post from cryptic, cryptic HD quality, the trending hashtag right now is Trump 2024. Now more than ever, after his fourth in uh, fourth indictment. Now has, like, what, like over buildings. 40 charges added to it. I mean, fuck yeah. off, people. All right. Sticking with our friend Ahsoka. Nick teased it a few minutes ago. But we did this with uh, Bad Batch. We did it with Mando. It's kind of how we we ease into a new season of Star Wars TV. We like to do our wishes and wants first. So just pure fandom stuff. As fans, this is what we'd like to see. And then ne- next week, we'll actually lay down our, our take it to the bank or... Maybe get it close to the bank, throw it in the sewer. Predictions for what is going to happen. All right, so we're just gonna get into it, looking at lovely, lovely Rosario's face right here. Beautiful lady. Uh, that's you gotta watch all. This. There's a nice. It's like almost an eight minute featurette on Masters and Apprentices. You gotta check it out. She she does great in it. Uh, she just Rosario is so into this character in Star Wars. She has
1: to be appreciated. Yeah, I mean, she was definitely the first one to, like, make a fan campaign of her own to play this character. And get it. Yeah,
0: like, like she bought into it. She started selling it. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of people believe in speaking things into existence. And that's exactly what she did. So, like I said, this week we're going to go through our wants. We don't have a number. We don't have pretty images or anything like that. We're just going to rattle off the list. And we're either going to say, yeah, that's dumb. Or, yeah, hey, I want that too. All right? So uh nick we'll just kind of rotate through these or I'll, I'll read them out and then you know yeah, we we'll do our thing. little ditty all right so first one we kind of blasted in our chat here we want an anakin kenobi ahsoka captain rex tcw flashback
1: oh yeah i mean get the whole crew back together I mean, these were the characters that really kind of carried the thr- the They were the, the show. Avengers I mean, they, they were the mains along. of the show, for yeah. sure. Um, and now, like, you know, specifically with Rex and Ahsoka, I feel like Rex is a must-have in this series, specifically. Like, Kenobi, maybe. Like, I could see, like, you know, flashback stuff like that for Kenobi, maybe. But, like, the, uh, a Rex flashback is, like, a must-have. Because she's as much, you know, Ahsoka's trainer as as Anakin is. She's she learned as much from Rex as she did from Anakin. Oh, it's like a a, a
0: brother, friend, fought. You can you can use all the superlatives, but by the end of the Clone Wars, Ahsoka Tano was. Closer to Captain Rex than any of his clone <clears throat> brothers. She was closer to him than she was to Anakin, you could argue. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they they were a thing, not as in a, you know, you type of thing. That, that's for me. I'm the one that likes the head tails, not Rex. But you got to think about it, Nick. They they save each other during Order 66. Yep. And then from there, they don't necessarily separate Ever again, like they're always within comms to each other. They can always get a hold of each other. Rex goes out and gets early into the rebel rousing, where based on tales of the Jedi, Ahsoka needed a little time after Order sixty six and realizing what happened, you know, with Kenobi and the Order and Anakin. Uh, but then she started getting into the freedom fighting, and by the time rebels came around, we knew her as Fulcrum, and she was leading cells and, and helping out the other cells. So, yeah, they, they've been two peas in a pod ever since he begrudgingly kind of took her on her first few missions back in the Clone Wars movie. That's yeah. the other thing with them, Nick. They, they also have probably the most complete relationship uh, circle throughout the Clone Wars era. I mean, she's an annoyance to him in the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. By the end, she's kind of earned his 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 trust. But by the end of the Clone Wars, he looks up to her as like someone he wants to be, someone he yeah. wants to emulate. So you're you're not wrong. I mean, they they have one of the stronger, longer and more fleshed out relationships in all Star Wars.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that the the bond between them is is like unbreakable at this point. I mean, so much so to like even when they weren't like directly working together, like Rex is the one who told the Bad Batch to get in touch with Fulcrum, which was Ahsoka. Like there was so much that he was doing, even if they weren't like hand in hand or on the same planet and stuff like that. Like he was funneling resources to her. He was sending operatives to her. Like he was making sure that Ahsoka had what she needed to essentially run a, a, a cell of the of the rebel alliance by herself. Like she was
0: well, she know. she brought his old fat ass out of retirement to join yeah. Phoenix Squadron essentially. You remember, you know, him, Wolf and Gregor were oh, yeah, all correct. hanging out and getting fat and gray, fishing off their old what, C T one thirty three or whatever. Yeah,
1: into the sand, the sand dunes of wherever the fuck Yeah, were. so they they remember.
0: they clearly never lost their bond, never lost contact. So um I, I guess for you, Nick are you wanting a, a Clone Wars Rex or possibly the old man, like wheelchair style at this point in time? Panhandling yeah. Rex.
1: <laughs> I mean, I it's so hard, right? Because I mean, he's older than he was in if we if we get non-flashback rex, like if we get actual Rex that, that in and he's still alive, which would be a fucking miracle, he's gotta be like old fucking pretty man, pretty bro. haggard at least yeah. like, i don't look, even know if you could up. still i don't know if you could still use tamira like he he's too young <laughs> like you yeah, would have to use slap like slap
0: some wrinkles on him but yeah, yeah he almost has to be in like a professor x wheelchair of some sort right like a, like, yeah. a, like a hovercraft hell give him one of the vespas but i yeah i don't see like a spry rex if if we meet him in the present yeah. mandoverse timeline he that's would why i
1: have to be in his fucking his mid seventies, right? Like he'd have to be old as hell.
0: I mean, l- listen, who would love to see the Rex armor in live action?
1: Dude, yeah, of course.
0: Even of like, course. You, I I'd say, you know, take it all the way back to phase one Rex armor. I mean, that, that would be something to talk about around the water cooler as a pretty cool nostalgic moment. So, all right. But yeah, seeing them all together, because they, like Nick said, they they were kind of the bread and butter of the Clone Wars. Most of the main stories involved one of them. I, I think the only other character you could argue should be in there would probably be Padme and the droids, technically, because they, they get a few of their own standalone episodes yeah, I as mean, well.
1: A, a cool way to incorporate all of them would be like if there was a direct flashback to a moment well, in- Christophis
0: when when she gets dropped off and Yoda's like hey here you go Anakin good luck yeah
1: because they I were mean, all there could- Kenobi was there Rex was there Anakin yeah you could do that but it, like, the one that I was thinking of was if she's really reminiscing a lot about Anakin the last time that he that she saw her or saw him as Anakin which was Clone Wars season seven yep. right before the Siege of Mandalore where they're all around the you know the the hollow table it's right before out the, him
0: uh, and Kenobi got called back to uh, Coruscant to do their little dom 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 dun 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 shooting down Grievous' ship to start yeah. Revenge of the so, Sith. Okay, you know there's a
1: there's a lot of opportunity for
0: that. Next one here, and we've been talking about this. This is definitely something I've been trying to sell, and I don't think it's going to hit. So that's why it's a one. But I want Merrick, the Inquisitor, to be revealed as Barriss. It just makes the most narrative sense to me. It'd be another huge uh, nostalgic payoff, but also narrative payoff because Barriss and Ahsoka have a past, and it's a it's a troubled past. They actually were kind of friends in a few episodes, lived through some trials and tribulations, but then once things started to get squirrely, and and uh, Barriss is losing faith in the Order. She essentially framed Ahsoka uh, for for bombings that led to her more or less recusing herself from the Jedi Order.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, she was. I mean, like Ahsoka was also arrested. Like she was put yes, into like, on trial. Jail she was on like, trial. Uh,
0: Tarkin was was essentially litigating against her. He was the prosecution. Yeah, uh, and it was it was bad news, and you know all we know is that Barris, you know, finally got just, got and got locked up. But okay, yeah,
1: but obviously that didn't last. Once the Empire takes over, they're like, okay, we're gonna obviously let you out of jail now. You're one of our operatives.
0: Yeah, so so Merrick is Barris. I I, I just saw something else, and I think it was Dave Filoni himself using the term Star Killer. So, who knows? I mean, maybe Filoni does get fucking nuts because you remember I, I, I tried to sell this to you and I, I wasn't loving it either. But if this show truly is, and it seems so more now than ever, about masters and apprentices, why not canonize that relationship between Vader and Galen? That would be pretty fucking dope. And yeah. it, it would have a little, a little more narrative juice than just Merrick is Merrick. That, that's the one thing I'm, I, I don't want. Hi, I'm Merrick. My name is Merrick. I'm yeah, an inquisitor
1: like, mercenary. It's like, who gives who a fuck? Who are you? Who are you? Where did right. you come from? Who are you affiliated with? It's just like we've talked about it so much. There's just so many open threads that it's like, why would you open another one? Yeah. Like, why? Why would? Like, if you can have this character that's clearly a foil to Ahsoka, why would you make it a character that has nothing to do with her history when there are so many people that it could be? That would make sense narratively. They, that's all I'm matter.
0: asking for, man. Just just connect a few more dots for me because that, that's my favorite part, right? My favorite part of Star Wars is being able to look back at the lore and be like, okay, yep, that's why this is happening now. Or, you know, going backwards, be like, okay, yeah, now I can see it, why it's happening this way. I, I love that shit in any sort of fake life. I love that. I love kind of figuring out what came first, the chicken or the egg, that type of shit. Okay. So, fingers crossed, Merrick is not just Merrick. Next one Ghost Anakin and an Ahsoka check in. Like, I, at this point, from the trailer we just got yesterday, it, it's a done deal. We're, we're getting flashbacks or at least voiceover flashbacks. I do want to see Hayden in his ghost form talking to an older, wiser Ahsoka, preferably either right when she needs it. Or after she figures something out on her own and he shows up kind of like Qui-Gon did to Kenobi in Kenobi. You know what I mean? Like, like he, he, Qui-Gon kind of let Kenobi figure shit out. And then once he did, he's like, yeah, yeah, there you go. I've always been here. Just kind of waiting for you.
1: Yeah. It's like, I got to let you do it yourself. Right. I can learn. Uh, No, 100% agree. And I think that like with the, you know, obviously we got live action Anakin in, Kenobi. I think now that, that Hayden has kind of been fully brought back into the fold, something like this is super easy to pull off. And dude, I would love to see, like, I'm of two minds of it. Like, I would really love to see a world where they have already established their relationship with him in ghost form. And the first time we see him is almost just like a check-in. Okay. And, And it's just like, yeah, I'm not know, opposed to
0: either or. I'm not opposed to the yeah. fir- like us witnessing the first, or kind of just coming along for another check-in, like yeah. you say.
1: Because I think that there's so much value, especially recently for Ahsoka, that there's so much value in having Anakin back in her life, fully like through this Force connection, this Force ghost connection. Um, that it would like it would make sense for for him to pop in. It would almost make sense, like, it would be crazy if we got a scene, and I just, like, pictured this in my head, but I think it would be so cool, that's on Corvus, like, right after, like, uh, Mando and Grogu leave, Corvus, where, like, you know, Anakin just, like, appears on the log next to her. Hey, so you you don't want to take on the little green guy, you lazy fuck. Yeah, something like that, though, where it's just, like, so you're still not confident enough to take on a Padawan. No, and like, no, hey, them have,
0: you're still blaming your inability to teach people on me. What The fuck's but, up with yeah. that. Ahsoka, give it up. I think, I think it's been a few be decades. So
1: cool. Yeah, no, like that would be such a cool thing. But yeah, I mean, there has to be a, a conversation. It, it goes forces. back
0: to the, how does he show up? Is he For wearing, <laughs> is he wearing Sebastian Shaw's, uh, tunic from return of the Jedi or is he in his leathers?
1: I, I you gotta have him in the in the leathers. I hope you so. gotta have him as Hayden's Anakin, obviously, yeah. not as you know Sebastian Shaw's Anakin that existed Anakin
0: did not wear beige or light tunics, okay? He never did, he never would. So don't just drop his head onto someone else's fucking body. Yeah. I don't even think they did that. I, I think they're like, Hey, Hayden put on this, uh, because Sebastian was wearing one, you put one on now.
1: Yeah. It's like, you have to keep the clothes. You may not keep the face, but the clothes have yeah, to be I the just, same. It's so
0: stupid. All right. Yeah. I, I really, any other thing, let's just let Hayden be Hayden and not get his face all tore up or behind the mask or de-aged. You know, yeah. that, that'd be nice too. just, just let the guy act as, as his current version of himself. Yeah. Um I know everyone wants the, the Clone Wars armor and I, I do too. Uh, so hopefully if, if if a flashback happens like you I know you're saying about Ahsoka but hopefully it's it's deeper into the Clone Wars where he's whipping his his shoulder pauldrons and so is Kenobi and that'd be neat. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Mention of the Skywalker twins and what they may be doing. So Nick very very casual I would like to hear something when Ahsoka's talking to the New Republic or Hera. Some mention about what what Princess Leia may be up to, even if it's negative, because remember she essentially gets kicked out of the New Republic because she yep. is not down with a complete um, mm-hmm. armistice mm-hmm. Or, or getting rid of of all their weaponry and fleet. And maybe from Ahsoka, possibly talking to Sabine, or how this, how great would this be, talking to Anakin? she 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 kind of lets them know like hey yeah i've i've been meeting with your son and i see a lot of you and blah blah this that type of shit
1: yeah your son Uh, is rebuilding the jedi order
0: yeah i'm not saying i want to see fucking uncanny luke or uncanny leia but i i would like to to get an update from the new republic or from ahsoka on on what they may be up to leia more more so than even luke because now we know what the fuck luke is doing i mean he's out collecting yoda babies and getting turned down and having droids do slave labor on his planet to build his his temple so uh i would really like a a leia or or hair to be like you know fucking princess leia what she would do she would green light this fucking mon mothma you pussy tree hugging yeah.
1: bitch and you you know that Hera is on Leia's side oh yeah 100% 100%,
0: 100%. so that, that's what I want I, just something like that like you know I know I know Princess Leia she's she would support us if she was in charge and blah 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 or just to mention like hey Sabine or Ahsoka I can't I can't speak too freely look what they did to Leia that you know they kicked her out of the senate she's starting a, 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 a resistance so something like that with the Skywalker twins okay uh, Sabine and Ezra embrace. You know, when it comes down to it, I'm a sucker for love stories. These two definitely had something between them. I don't care what anyone wants to tell me, especially towards the end of season 4, it was getting close. It was. I mean, he he pulls her aside and essentially says like, "Listen, I know I'm probably not coming back. Here you go. You need to you need to get this shit done." Um she painted a fucking mural of him. She's looking at his videos in in his apartment on Lothal. So there, there's there's something there, and and I would love to see, as long as you know Ezra's not some zombified, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of conditioned cult like freak, to to see that love on screen.
1: Yeah, I mean. I, I definitely want to see that, like the, the reunion of Ezra and Sabine. I think, and here's the thing that 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 I've talked about kind of before is like, Braun and Ezra have to have been together for some portion of time. Like, there's unless like they got like when they got jumped to wherever they got jumped to by the Pergils, they also like somehow like well Hyperspace hey, those windows them. were
0: open nick you never know they, they could have yeah. whipped ezra out with one of their tendrils and, and he ended up in another part of the unknown region but yeah
1: it, it's he, very possible but to me it's like knowing thrawn's character if you're left in a room with thrawn for an indefinite amount of time like he's going to convince like, you of something he will he will Like, there is a, he will break you down logically to be like, I get, like, it just makes the most sense for us to work together. Like, no matter how much you hate this person, like, he's going to convince you, like, yeah, we we are enemies, but in this moment, like, there is no reason for us not to work
0: together. Hey, 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 you never know what could happen if you're on a deserted island. In this case, it's essentially a deserted deserted ship in a lost galaxy, yeah so yeah i mean we're, we're talking around 10 years or easily 10 years together because remember they, they got jettisoned pre-battle of yavin
1: yeah this is before episode four so like this is no like-
0: I, I, I dude i'm with you and that's why it says like well until we learned that merrick was an inquisitor and now is a merc i was like i, I could see ezra fighting his friends after he spent all that time with a Thrawn and who knows what sort of voodoo magic force they're they're finding and using in that part of the galaxy so yeah i uh that'll be interesting but for me because i'm a i am aii just I, I i can't help it there i love the the love story formula especially rom-coms i mean it just I, i'm a sucker for that stupid shit but I do want to see like a big Sabine and Ezra embrace. And then obviously a sex scene. Yeah, baby, let's get some R rated star Wars NC 17. Okay. Next. I want to see Thrawn fight, not commanding his fleet. Like we did in rebels. I I want to, I want to get some of his martial arts on the screen. What do you think? No shirt, no
1: shirt Thrawn too. That would be super fun. And I think the way that it would be done, like, I don't think that we're going to see him fighting like hand to hand fighting enemies yet. If anything, it'll be like a training sequence. Okay. like where I, he's- that,
0: that, that works for me. I just, I want to yeah. see the man doing something instead of looking like a tactician in his pearly whites.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially for those of us who have like played star Wars galaxies of he- like galaxy of heroes at one point in that game, like Thrawn was busted ass broken where he was like, he was the strongest character in the game. And like, he, and it was all based off of like his, his kick. punching abilities. Like yeah, his, his don't worry, punching. Nick.
0: he's still a very valuable tune on an Empire Squad because of that kick.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh seeing that brought to live action would be fun. But yeah, I could see like he, him like having training sequences on right. on the chimera. That,
0: that would um, check my want for sure. So I'll take that. All right. Next one. Ahsoka the White. All right. We saw her in the epilogue. Something's changed. She's only been in gray. But in in a few interviews, I have read that, hey, we need to see how Ahsoka went from the gray to the white. So I would not be surprised if, although it'd be weird because I don't think we're going to have good guy success when Ahsoka's all said and done. Uh, I think it'll be more like an Empire ending or the ending of episode seven of season three Mando where it's like, oh shit. Oh, well, fuck, not even that. Bad Batch. I mean, that that's a yeah, perfect that, example yeah. where the the uh, season two finale just ends on the bad guys got their teeth kicked in and, and one died. Yeah. Uh, but But I would yeah. like to see her in her whites by the end. Like, you know, she has some moment, some breakthrough, either with herself, with Sabine, Ezra, something, but she transitions into the final stage of her her life and becomes like, you know, the best version of herself.
1: The Gandalf analogy, like everybody's been making for, you know, since we've seen this. Oh, it's a, it's like
0: her and Dave use it themselves. It's like, there's a recent interview. I forget. It might've been EW deadline, something like that, but she specifically talked on, Hey, the gray to the white Gandalf, you know, would that mean, you know, Gandalf wasn't quite ready to be, all powerful knowing that's why he was still gray. But once he, you know, did the thing, then, then he made it to his, his final form. So I I would like to see that.
1: That's what I'm like wondering about. is like knowing Gandalf's journey and knowing how they've made references to that in terms of like Ahsoka becoming Ahsoka, the white, like what does she go? I mean, you remember fucking Gandalf he dies. Fought a Balrog, <laughs> yeah. gets killed by himself. and then is, you know, like literally kills a Balrog on his own and then is killed in the process and then is resurrected by, you know, I mean, I guess the it God would be a yeah. Like, you know, like Ilvatar resurrects him as as Gandalf the White and then sends him back to Middle Earth. So to like finish. Yeah. Like, what the fuck does Ahsoka have to go through then, if that's what Gandalf went through? I mean, (laughs) granted, I don't know if there's a trial quite that magnitude that she could go through to to earn the title, but clearly there is some sort of, like, trial and tribulation. Yeah, I don't know. I just,
0: and who knows? It could be Dave, and it's just something he did in animation. He's already said, like, that epilogue, who knows when it really took place, And but um, I don't know. I just, I want to see the live-action white with the staff. Like, it was just, it was very... It was almost a shocking look for Ahsoka when we all saw that in Rebels because, you know, yeah. we, she was never that stoic. She was never one for tunics. You know, she was kind of ready to was, battle, right? She was always wearing yeah. her battle gear and then she shows up in this and she does. She looked like a changed person. She looked yeah. very wise, sage and, and and ready to give you any answer you asked.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like she was never one of like the mystic side of the force. Yeah, like she was yeah. all. I mean, because she was trained by Anakin, and Anakin was never one. No, or the mystical side of the force. But it seems like she may kind of settle into that in her older age, or you know, with the experiences that she's.
0: Yeah. So hey, I'd like to see it. If anything, just just make me the costume. Goddamn it. All right. <laughs> Another mention, but I, I would like Grogu to be brought up in some discussion about force users at this point in time. I mean, she's met the motherfucker. There's a new Jedi is going to rise in this series. I know it's not going to be Grogu, but you would think his name may pop up. And I kind of want it to. All right. I mean, he is a player in the galaxy at this point in time.
1: I can Uh, even see that being brought up in like in conversations with Anakin. because Anakin had to know about Grogu. Sure.
0: Why not? Um, I mean, Balin knew about Anakin. None of us knew about Balin. So that's how this yeah. shit works. The temple. Uh, yeah, I, I, that would work. I mean, like I said, I just, I want Grogu mentioned in relation to force users. You know, maybe just talking about how there's like none. And Ahsoka's like, well, I, I did run into this one, but Master Skywalker has taken him on. Blah, blah, blah But he left and yada. Nothing long, but just, just a check in. Right. I mean, he is a major part of this era of Star Wars, whether you like him or not. So, I I would like a a name drop, especially from the lady that told us his name in the first place.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, definitely. I think that, I mean, I even think that, like, the only reason that Grogu was in trouble is because Anakin had to tell these troopers where he was being hidden, like, where, or like, where to go to find him. Because I can't imagine that, like, regular fucking boots on the ground would know about Grogu if they were trying to keep him kind of right, you know, under, under wraps. So Anakin had to be like, he's being held in a secret place in the temple. So like, he may even have like in his now forced ghost form, he may even have a question about Grogu, like, or, you know, like maybe that's why he pops up. Like, Oh, I saw that you were speaking with Grogu and you know, like, Kind of starts a conversation.
0: I wish him. I killed that little fucker back <laughs> yeah. on that fateful night, but he got away.
1: But I should have been there and killed him. Goddamn and Keller, Keller and Beck.
0: Beck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, he so. looks a
1: lot like Jar Jar Binks, right? He looks, they, <laughs> they look similar.
0: A <laughs> uh, little Grogu. So yeah, let's get a little Grogu love. I'll be happy with that. Uh, this next one we've we've already talked about, but all right, if if we're talking about a new Jedi will rise, she's sporting that sexy green lightsaber, she's throwing fake force pushes, just give us Sabine the Jedi Mando, why not? Yeah, there aren't I mean, enough Jedi Mandalorians out there. I mean, we're we're potentially working on one with our boy Grogu. We really haven't had one since um, Tar. So why not? Why not make yeah. it Sabine?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that would be an excellent way to kind of, but like again, like. Remember, these these are once,
0: Nick. I know they don't make sense. They're (laughs) once. Yeah, it's like it's just
1: like if it does happen, which there is a very strong possibility that it does. That's another force user that you need to address pre, you know, sequel trilogy. Um, you know, so I I would love for it to happen to like carry on like to more directly carry on the legacy of Tar Vizla, um, in terms of like having a Jedi Mandalorian that is actually like involved in the Jedi order in some way. I think that that would be interesting, but
0: well, Hey, let, based- let, 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 let's say they do set her up this way. Who, who, that'd be a great character for Mando season four for Grogu and Din to kind of run into. Right.
1: Definitely. Definitely. It's like, look, you are like Grogu is this character that's trapped between both like these two worlds. And but he's definitely leaning
0: more and more towards the Mando. Towards like he he just got promoted, right? He is now Din Grogu. He's an apprentice. He's he's no longer a foundling. So exactly. he's committed to it. It would just be cool to see someone that's achieved. I mean, she's already full Mando. Yeah. So like if I don't she know.
1: can like to yeah, to be that that like example of somebody who can walk in both worlds. And potentially, you know, open up that possibility to Grogu. Because I do think that even though he is leaning heavily Mandalorian at this point, I don't even think he's leaning, like he is just a Mandalorian. He's not a Jedi. He, like, he still has so much
0: force juice, it's hard to yeah.
1: it's hard to not want
0: to tap into that.
1: Yeah. But I think that like if if he could be shown, or even if like the greater populace of Mandalorians could be shown, like, hey, it is possible to walk in both worlds like Tar Vizla did in this age with Sabine, then maybe he opens himself back up to, to, you know, training a little bit more in, in, in the Jedi ways.
0: Well, then, then that would screw the sequel trilogy. Cause if we had, if we had like a, a bunch of Mandalorian super oh, Jedi, Jedi commandos, there's no way the first order in, in Hux and them are, are coming back yeah. to power.
1: I mean, and here's the thing though, is like at this point, there's got to be another like, I don't know how you get away with not having another like purge event like or something that happens prior to the sequel trilogy. Yeah.
0: Yep. Because is it going to be Thrawn? Do you think Thrawn like we talked about this? Does does he come back and uh, number one is taking out Ma- the reestablished Mandalore?
1: If like if Thrawn or does is he being go for Thrawn? Mon first? No, dude, if Thrawn is being Thrawn, he knows his biggest threat is the Mandalorian. Right. It's not even a question. In fact, he would come back to the galaxy and be like, oh, well, Mon Mothma's already done my job for me. She's demilitarized the yeah, entire we, yes. new republic. Okay.
0: Yeah, you're right. So, like,
1: don't even fuck with them. Like, they're they're already screwing themselves over. What my thing, like, what my concern is, is this this newly formed group of Mandalorians that are that are like reasserting themselves into the galaxy. I have to wipe them out. Yeah. Um, which, which would explain why we didn't see any Mandalorian presence in Tross at the end. That's why we don't really have like, there's no real threat to the first order because yeah, I, I think you're on something right then out. where,
0: where there's like a, because more or less the soak is, is dying before the sequel trilogy.
1: She's got to,
0: I mean, she, she is a, a, a voice in Tross speaking the Ray. Um I mean I guess technically she could throw her voice like Rey and Kylo did but I'm pretty sure that was it was meant to let us know that she had passed. Uh that would be a major a major victory for the the remnant and soon to be First Order would be taking out the Sokotano. Especially if if she kind of as we've speculated is 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 getting new breeds of Jedi out there in in Sabine or through Huang or, or even Luke's Luke's academy. <sighs> all right. Next full ghost crew u- reunion. Obviously sans Kanan. I mean, I guess you could sub in his ghost or bring in the loath wolf, but I, I want to see them all together. Nick, not, not some bullshit where it's like, Oh yeah. Zeb was on that planet. And I, I, I want one, one shot where they're on yep. the, you know, the, the, the bridge of the ghosts and it's Zeb, Hera, chopper, Sabine. Uh, You know, you could throw Ahsoka in there, but I I want to see them all together. Same room, same ship at some point.
1: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I mean, we may not get it until... I mean, I don't know what's coming after Ahsoka. I mean, obviously, we know that the Mandalorian's going to continue, but in terms of, like, Mandoverse development, we're really kind of unsure at this point. Like, all we know is that this is coming out. Will it have a second season or not? Who knows? Well,
0: I mean, as we talked... 2 weeks ago technically the other planned Mandoverse show before Dave's movie was going to be Ahsoka 2. Yeah. So, so. Mando S4 Ahsoka 2 he there was prerequisites in those to get done so he could then do the the big yeah. movie.
1: So if if anything I think it would be like full like full team back together Ahsoka season 2 because that's like Ahsoka season two and Mando season four have to be like, like Mando towards four is like the death,
0: right? Like funneling towards the big showdown.
1: And like Mando season four is going to be like, okay, Thrawn is here. What do we do? Like just like figuring out, like there's probably going to be more like new Republic. You have to get involved type of stuff. And like trying to pull together all of these disparate pieces. Like, with
0: their fucking stun guns. Yeah. Set your turbo
1: lasers to stun ion cannons only. Yeah. Like, so pulling in new Republic, trying to pull in new Republic people, trying to pull in Mandalorians, because that's going to be a conversation. Because what do you say to the Mandos now? Like, okay, Hey, I know we just set you guys back up on your home planet to help rebuild your society, but there is a literal galactic threat that's happening now. So you guys need to put that off and come help us. And then like, pulling in like, can you, can you get, uh, Boba Fett and his crew involved in this? Right. Like really trying to pull together, like speaking to, uh, you know, to, to grief. And like, does he have contacts in the, with the bounty hunters? Like trying to get the pieces together. That's going to be Mando season four. And then Ahsoka season two is going to be like, okay, we got everybody together. Let's try to like make something happen. Well, you I start think making that's your moves the, on
0: the, on the chessboard. Yeah.
1: And then you get your ass fucking kicked and like, they're going to get destroyed. Like the ghost crew, that's when the ghost crew is going to come back together. They're going to make an offensive at Thrawn and then Thrawn's going to beat them the fuck down. And then that's going to, that is what's going to be the movie part of it is like, holy shit. We just got our asses kicked. What do we do? And how do we deal with this? Like that to me, cause that that's the end game of it because that's like infinity war is going to be, ahsoka season two they lose end game is going to be his movie where like we just got our ass kicked how the fuck do we fix this right
0: no i'm, I'm down with that and then they ultimately have to triumph but it, it i'm thinking thrawn more or less decimates what the new republic would have needed to continue rebuilding the galaxy He's thanks to it. thrawn he, he he is kind of the he comes in and fucks shit up so much that it's easy as hell for the first order to just come in and kind of fill the void.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that 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 hole is left open. That's I why- mean, he
0: his arrival, Nick, could be the 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 wedge between Leia and the New Republic. I mean, it, it could be him coming back. She's like, let's fucking go, yeah. and they're like, no, let's go play patty cakes. And she flips some double bird, grabs her fucking Rebel blockade runner, and 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 pieces off to start building the resistance.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's, and the thing is with this movie, this movie is going to be so interesting to see like, who does, who does Dave decide to use? Because realistically, unless he plays this super, unless he plays Thrawn, super low key where like they kind of like jump on him before he really makes like a big galactic wide splash. You got to imagine that like, if he is like open in the galaxy and everybody knows like, Han Solo is going to be involved with Chewie because like of course he's going to come back like Luke Skywalker is going to be involved Leia is going to be involved now he's going to
0: be feeling bad about himself that Grogu left remember Luke like, Luke has very strong emotional swings so he might be he bi- bipolar so he's probably like oh man the little guy left me he didn't like me he didn't like my green lightsaber I'm just gonna yeah. sit here and fucking feel sorry for myself
1: Unless he takes like a true Eternals like kind of <laughs> stance here, where like the Eternals were around for Endgame, but they were like, ah, oh, they yeah, got fuck it, it. yeah, we're not allowed, us- yeah,
0: we're not allowed to inter, you know, mess with this shit because that's yeah. what the story told us. <laughs> we're we're yeah. not allowed
1: to do. But like, if it's if it's like a true like galaxy wide threat, everybody's coming, baby, and like, you would, you would what hope. Do you, Like, what are you going to do? Is it going to be Alden as Han? Is it going to be, like, are they going to try to do fucking D.H., you know, Harrison again? Like, how are you going to involve Luke Skywalker? Like, there's so many open questions to this, like, big crossover movie event, because you've already involved all of these characters. The only one that you haven't is Solo. So, I mean, it's going to be really interesting. Okay,
0: moving right along. Live action look at Ahsoka v Vader, the big fight from Rebels. Uh, even if it's even if it's just a, a flash that she sees in a nightmare or something like that. I, I just I want to see that in live action. Cause A, we'd see Vader, we'd see damage Vader, and we'd see it, one of the more memorable moments from star Wars rebels. It just, it was a great little exchange. It's when she finally came to grips with, yes, that evil son of a bitch in the suit is my master. Um, it it would kind of make sense for the show to kind of set up like why she's a bit fucked with Anakin for maybe for the the newcomers, if you will.
1: Yeah. And if we are, if we're taking the route of like the, Force ghost interaction with Anakin in this series is going to be like the first time it happens. Like having her have flashbacks of like that split mask where it's like half of oh, his yeah, yeah. face and then yeah. half of the Vader mask. Just like like her seeing those like visions flash back into her would be like super powerful. Um yes, And then like obviously something she would have to fight to get past with his force ghost form.
0: And there is, MSW, probably a year ago, is like, hey, I don't know what series they're getting geared up for, but the Vader team was in action when Ahsoka was shooting. By team, I mean, like, Big Tom, uh, the other guy, and I think Hayden himself, so... There is a possibility. Okay, we got one here. A Bo-Katan check-in with Ahsoka later in the season, if it's spread over time. Because, yeah, you're right, we got... We've been told that Ahsoka is taking place during Mando S3, but we've also been told that Ahsoka itself may have a bit of a a time jump.
1: Yeah, Uh, exactly. Where
0: early episodes kind of set up like, hey, we need to take care of this. And then there's a a jump or whatever and they take care of it. And that's where we get into like all the unknown galaxy, Pergil, Thrawn shit that we've been blabbing about.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, this is something that I think should be addressed because... You know, at this point in the Mandoverse, I mean, Bo is as big of a character as everybody else. Like, she is the leader of the Mandalorian people. She has she has reestablished t- the ties between the Creed Mandos and the Bloodline Mandos. She's reestablished this, the planet of Mandalore as their home. And Ahsoka was the one that helped them defend that home, Uh, you know, in season seven of the boat Bo, like Bo hunted her down in a pike prison yeah like to, to so, ask her this <laughs> yeah so I mean these two have always kind of you know in like Bo slapped the her ass surface. the first time they
0: met I've seen <laughs> it like I, I questioned bat and he found it for me she legitimately slaps her ass in the clone wars <laughs>
1: So I mean I think that like because of how big of a player Bo Katan has become and because of their history, yeah, well, I dude. I mean
0: season you know. two, who gives Din the fucking Ahsoka lead? Yeah, Bo Katan. Like, hey,
1: there's a there's a Force user. She knew you right where she him. was. So I mean they're they're
0: obviously still in connection. They're still in leagues yeah. with something. So you're you're 100 correct from a pure character relation standpoint. Ahsoka. <laughs> really doesn't have many stronger bonds than she did with Bo-Katan. I mean, it's just... Exactly. They, they've they been friends since Ahsoka was a fucking teenager. Yeah,
1: since she was a kid, so... Yeah, no, I think that that would be a really valuable check-in, and it also sets up, like, you know... Like, obviously, everybody's got to be in contact with everybody before the big kind of come-together moment, so just yeah. establishing that connection early on would be good. Hey, there you go, uh-huh.
0: Bat. We got a request. Find the... uh season and up there he had it season four he'll he'll find the episode but uh, he did he uh, by the way if you want to come play with us in between shows we do have an open discord should be able to get the link in our instagram at Wars time dot show just grab that bio link uh but yeah no it is a thing like they 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 have a bond it goes so far as like locker room antics like ass padding and that type of shit so (laughs) it, it just it makes a ton of narrative sense if anything, just Bo calling her up. Hey, hey, girl. Guess what I just yeah. did with the, uh, that, that guy you met? We, uh, yeah, we finally retook Mandalore, got over my shit with the fucking Kool-Aid drinkers. Yeah. Uh, I keep my helmet on a little bit more than I used to, but you know what? It, it, it's going all right. We're, we're doing good. They they follow me. Axe isn't trying to kill me anymore. We We relit the Great Forge. Lots
1: of cleaning to do, but hey,
0: it was a good win. Yeah. Hope you're doing all right. See ya.
1: Like once we clean up the mines of Mandalore, we'll have you over for a yeah. drink and our glass know. planet.
0: Like, oh, by the way, we, 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 now have to live fully underground, but come by. It's a great place. Uh, all right. All right.
1: Last one. Last one uh, is. Are the there you go involved went- with Thrawn? So this is something that I added like right when we had started, like when we got into the show a little bit, um, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking, what I was talking about before with Thrawn's involvement, like with the Empire was always in his mind for the betterment of the Chiss ascendancy. Is you know, like to, to really kind of like basically like win the war here for the Empire and then take the Empire's resources and win the war of against the Grisk for the Chiss. Now that he's been outside of the Empire, there's a couple things that we really need to figure out. Like, one, where did, where did they end up? And two, how does he get back? And one of the big things that I talked about earlier in this podcast were the Skywalkers, the Force-sensitive Chiss that could navigate unknown regions of hyperspace through their Force connections. Is that how he gets back to known space? there's no other way for him to do that at least as far as we know unless he you know hops on the back of a Pergill and and finds his way back into known space like does he somehow find his way back into the chist like where the chist ascendancy is gets resources from the chist and then comes back and that's how he comes back with force because other than that it really is him trying to find like Lost fleets that that potentially are out there, or zombie force-infused stormtroopers. But would what would make the most sense to me is he somehow links back up with Chiss resources, gets himself a Chiss Skywalker that helps him come back to known space with resources from the Chiss Ascendancy. I don't. I doubt that it that it'll happen because, like again, a lot of this this lore is from like the new Thrawn books that are out there. I don't know if they're going to incorporate a lot of like novelization type of stuff, but I think that that would be a way, like we're always trying to figure out like how the fuck does he get back? Like that would be a way for him to get back.
0: Yeah. See like Chiss, risk, take a piss. (laughs) This is, this is where Nick just trumps me on any star Wars knowledge. I, I, I know the chiss are blue and they have red eyes. That's about it. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> yep. Here's so, one from Be Mad
0: Nick. Let's see, let's see what you say here. I want to know if Ghost Anakin will be present in certain meetings that Ahsoka is a part of, like a fly on a wall. I would assume in any master apprentice bond or, or force bond that they can. I would assume the ghosts are, can hear at all times, right? Like they're like kind of like Superman, where they they hear everything. They have to kind of choose one to act or one to maybe say yeah, like, something to help their
1: where to apprentice. Tune yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that would be interesting because here's a question about force ghosts. Like we've seen them so seldom and they often only show up to like, like in the presence of like, usually like a single force user. Right. Like and it's, it's always pop-
0: when the force user kind of needs a nudge one way or yeah. the other.
1: So like if, so my question is like, if Anakin, like if, if Ahsoka, Bo-Katan, you know, Din Djarin, Grogu and all of like the, the big Mandoverse players are just like sitting in a room, having a meeting and Anakin pops up force force ghost form. Can they see him? Like, is he, are, can only force users see force ghosts? Like, are they only made visible to those that sure, they sure. choose? <laughs> like,
0: sure. Because I think it's more like it, it would be passive. I think B-Mad, yeah. like it's just passive. Like he's just sitting there like, all right, she's doing well. I'm going to move on, see what my buddy Luke's doing. Now I'm going to go check in on my little Leia. You know, he's like catching up. Yeah. He, he's trying to be yeah. dad, just even more passive than he was when he was Darth Vader.
1: Because, yeah, I mean, like, in that case, like, the way that B-Mad's putting it, I could definitely see him, like, snooping in on this meeting, and then when it's over, like, kind of, you know, like, just coming up separate to Ahsoka and being like, that's a terrible plan. Yeah, Don't yeah, 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 that. like that, like, <laughs> like
0: that, but not popping yeah. up going, you guys are all fucking stupid. Listen yeah. to me, I'm Force Ghost Anakin. again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, there you go. Those are our wants. We had a, a good amount. And what's even more fun is once the season airs, we'll come back and we will revisit all of these. We're not we're not scared to make fun of ourselves or, or, or chalk up our losses. So not that, you know, the, the, the fan wants, it, it's not as big of a loss as our predictions, but we will revisit these for sure. So make sure to tune in every week to the Star Wars Time Show on YouTube and podcast platforms. Okay. I think it is time young Nick for this week's this episode's fan segment. Let me get a few things shifted around on the back end. We get decent responses today. People are are digging pretty much anytime you you ask a question about Anakin, you you're, you're going to get a little bit of action. He is kind of the guy, as they say. Okay. So, this week's question, if you are new here, we do a to end every episode we ha- we hold a fan segment and there's two Uh, segments within the segment question of the week which gets posted to Instagram every Tuesday on our profile in our stories I think it might even make its way to Twitter these days and the top five which we'll be going through next so Nick this week's question I try to keep them somewhat centered around any discussion you and I may have so I asked the fans if Anakin appears in the Ahsoka series, do you want him in a flashback or as a Force ghost spying on people taking dumps? Let's
1: All right. let's look at everybody saying both. I you would have know. to. I have not looked at no, those, but it, I got it. It kind of was. So I, there's a few stories I'll
0: lead with, and I'll turn it over to you. Um, Our boy Ripik underscore underscore Tan. Great photo today of Doc Ondor Ondor smoking a fucking fatty. Check him out. It was fun. (laughs) I think it made today's reel, by the way. We do our our daily reel features. Some people love them. Some people hate them. We keep doing them. Hit us up. Star Wars time. Dacho. All right. So Rippick had to say both. I want both. Both would make sense, especially after that recent Anakin audio in the trailer. Anakin is so essential to Ahsoka's life story. I really think he'll appear both ways, as yep. do I. As do I. All right, Guillaume. Guillaume. four. I remember Guillaume because he uh, one of the times where we butchered their name. They actually okay. sent like a an audio translation. I was like, well, that's very helpful. Yeah, I so know that is Guillaume. Guiyam, now I can't stop saying it. It's one of those, you know sometimes you get stuck on a word and you're like a fun just a fun word. How did this become a name. word? Like I sometimes I'll do it with my name like Matt, 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 Matt. It's a fucking <laughs> Matt. Anyways, guiyam.gh4 Clone Wars outfit
1: flashback, please oh please. Yeah. It's a popular request, Yeah, we're, we're
0: talking Anakin in his maroons with his gunmetal shoulder pads. And uh, Blue Cape. It is quite the look. I I would not be opposed to it either.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, I hope we see it. Do I think we'll see it? I don't know, man. I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't... Because that... If they do it, it would definitely be fan service. Like, specifically for the fan service. Oh, yeah, yeah. So...
0: But it makes a great-looking hot toy, and I can't wait till Kenobi Clone Wars armor shows up, because I do not have that one yet, but... I got my Ahsoka, got my Anakin. Cad Bane showed up. Now they have one arm, it's very hard to open hot toys, so they'll probably be sitting for a few weeks. <laughs> Yay! Yay for breaking bones! Fucking idiot. All right, Guillaume, thank you. I'm digging it. Please, oh, please. Oh, check this out. See, th- this is why you got to come to the Star Wars time show live stream. Uh, Bat has helped J find the ass slap. And now we have we have an exact time stamp from J O D. How, how should I be saying your name here? J-O-D J-O-D, J-O-D, let me know. But yep, season four, episode 14, seven minutes, 45 seconds in, that's where you can find the Bo-Katan <laughs> ass slap, which is probably not only sexual harassment, but borderline rape because Ahsoka is a teen and Bo is an adult. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely <a question. laughs> <laughs> okay next I think we got one more story here oh Mike Mike
1: Unique I don't know how to say his last name yeah Mike name.
0: Unique yeah I don't know Mike Mike Kaseki, something like that Mike Kacheki. hey guys I would like to see him as a force ghost it would be something new plus I am a prequel fan so whenever they bring Ahsoka into that era something does not feel right for me congrats on the show well thank you Mike and I you know I get that because remember the, the the whole prequel era took place
1: we were like three years total. Yeah, like, like literally a very short amount of time.
0: Yeah, we, we got episode one, two and three. The whole Clone Wars took place by the end of Revenge of the Sith and there was no Ahsoka. And then she shows up a few years later in 2008. Um, I was never that way. I, I, I always kind of again, I was ready. It had been three years since I saw anything Star Wars. Like, all right, Star Wars movie, I'll go. I was down. She didn't really bother me. I liked her with the little what's a little baby hut she had to say. What was his name? Uh, Shithead. Zero it was Zero's No Zero Zero is the the one that stole it. No, no, it's Jobba's. It's Job kid. kid. Zero fucked it. Either way. Who cares?
1: Uh, I can't remember now. It was like a weird fucking it sounded like a gross name. Yeah. But I I I kinda
0: understand what Mike is saying, but I also think if we do get ahsoka in live action that's going to close that loop
1: like it'll it just rada and yeah. uh, ahsoka called him stinky there you
0: go okay
1: rada well. the hut
0: so i do i do think if we get a flashback and they're all in it live action style that'll just cement ahsoka even further into that era for for people that didn't quite jump into the jod all right got it jod I like it jod all right, Nick, I think the, the rest are for you. Yeah, there you go.
1: Indeed. I was also, quick update. Uh, <laughs> if you were ever wondering who Rada's mom was, Rada did not have a mother because Huts are hermaphroditic species. Oh, no so shit. So Jabba, Jabba fucked gave, himself. Jabba gave birth to him, or to Stinky himself. See? So-
0: See people see what happens when you let George Lucas have some time and some fun. Like, yeah, remember the I Clone just, Wars started from George. He hired Dave to help him do it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's a so, great job. Of the hut fucked himself. All right. Okay.
1: Crazy, crazy. All right. So let's close out these responses. We got one here from Mythos Boba. He says, oosh. Well, the Kenobi flashbacks didn't work too well. If it's better than those, then yes. But if he looks old trying to be young, maybe the best rote. <laughs> would just uh would just go uh, just to go with a force ghost passing down knowledge and showing he is back to being a jedi so if they make him, if they don't make him look good in a flashback, then don't do it. Keep him as old. What, force it's kind of like
0: we said earlier. Don't go back to AOTC Anakin. Go to like no, pre-Rocks where he's got the long hair. Yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah,
1: like you know, like season seven, season six, Clone Wars Anakin. Like that's fine. You know, but don't, yeah, definitely don't go back to like fucking rat tail. AOTC. Yeah. I mean it w- it also wouldn't make sense to go back to that Anakin No, because he, he in was still a Padawan anyway. himself. So. Yeah, so cause Ahsoka wasn't even involved.
0: Oh, I guess it, the other thing that got people beefed yesterday was that they were f- referring to Anakin as a master. Like, well, he was never Jedi, but
1: yeah, he wasn't a Jedi master. He was, master. Ahsoka's he, was master.
0: he was Ahsoka's master though. Like
1: Ahsoka always called her master. Yes. This has to be for people who have never watched Clone Wars then. Because She always called him master. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, it's again, Star Wars, Nick. Here we are. Yeah, it's true. very true. Nobody okay. hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. So. <laughs> Except these uh, two are. idiots. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Johnny Osage Av. our good friend Johnny. He says, why not both? I think they will do a similar introduction of Anakin as they did in Kenobi. Perhaps if Sabine is having a hard time with an Ahsoka lesson, ahsoka reflects on an anakin lesson yeah, I, yeah. she struggled with yeah uh super stoked for this series may the force be with may the force be with you yeah well, i mean he makes
0: Johnny. sense and that I, we, we've we kind of put that out there too i mean any of these flashbacks are going to be kicked off from something that's happening in the present yeah and and i think this is a perfect scenario that our boy johnny's bringing up like and, and we we saw it in the most recent trailer like they are training There is going to be frustration. There is contention between these two because Ahsoka left Sabine as her apprentice. So, um, yeah, I could see her having a rough session and and going back and reflecting and maybe getting a flashback or, Hey, he pops in and says, listen, you were the same way when I trained you, blah, blah, blah. Have some patience. Yada, yada, yada. Kumbaya, my Lord, Kumbaya, that type of shit. So I'm down.
1: Yeah, definitely. Right. Uh good stuff thank you johnny next up mando mugshots says i really don't care as long as the narrative is good and makes sense and doesn't change legacy characters i can't wait for this show ahsoka is such a fan favorite and beautifully written character who just proves star wars fans don't care what race or gender their heroes are Ooh, they just want okay. a good story okay. may the force be with you <laughs> I I, I mean, know what
0: Mando's saying but I I got to disagree cuz there's a lot of people out there that definitely have problem with race or gender in Star Wars and there have been good Star yeah. Wars stories Did so
1: go go back and just look at fan reaction to Reva like Reva got right. really kind of uh, the the Reva was so bad like the like pre like pre Kenobi coming out like people like it was so bad that like cast members, crew members. Yeah, you, you Ewan like, had to
0: get on social media like I mean, himself.
1: Yeah, and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, we have a black female like, lead villain and y'all are losing their fucking and minds.
0: Again, this was before the story was even revealed. It was just, yeah. she's black yeah. and she's an Inquisitor. That's bad.
1: Yeah, and so. like... Granted, after the show was over, like most people kind of like swayed towards, you know, liking Reva, liking the character, and liking Kenobi as a whole, aside from some of the questionable CG. Like, obviously, that's still a contention point for a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely a contingent of fans, and like I I struggle to even call them fans at this point. Well, I'm guessing
0: Mando Mugshots is younger too, because just go look at stories from 15 years ago about from Ashley Eckstein and how she felt after the fan reaction to Ahsoka that apparently has now brought all Star Wars fans together. I mean, she was like, it wasn't as bad as Jar Jar, but she was taking it on the fucking chin when yeah, the movie came was, out. So I wish Star Wars fandom was like Mando Monk shots was saying, uh, but that's, that's a aid over a, a big problem with some of the fan base. I mean, cause they, they clearly have major issues with uh, race and gender, 100%.
1: Yeah. So uh hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed, everything goes smoothly with this show and there's no like ridiculous dumb Oh, dude, d- you dumb know, there's going to be some.
0: It happens every time. I mean, it, yeah. it, you just got to wait. Just got to wait for the day. It could very well be next Tuesday. You just, but there will be one of these Ahsoka days, Ahsoka Wednesdays, where they come out and bitch and moan about something so fucking stupid like we said earlier you you got to wonder these people that are always hateful like what type of life is that worth living like True. why what what what's going on with these people
1: yeah like yeah. there there's got to be know.
0: something very horrific happening in their own lives
1: They're to like coping yeah
0: to to, to try the, to make everyone else's lives shitty as well
1: yeah so all right let's close out this uh fan question segment here last response is from space ace x underscore photos he says color or they say color me greedy i want both and Amen. we will
0: call you and color you greedy you yeah. son
1: of a bitch but yeah pick one pretty sure we're happy.
0: pretty sure we're getting both and that definitely was the the uh the preferred choice from the fans on this question of the week
1: yeah definitely so good stuff there thank you uh, to everybody who took time to respond to our question. And if you want to get involved in that segment in the future, make sure to follow us on Instagram at star dot show. Right. dot show. That's how you do it. The dot show. Uh, that's how you do it. So, uh, good stuff there. And that will kick us into our final segment of this show. That is the top five star Wars fan artists features of the week. To get involved again, make sure to follow us on Instagram at StarWarsTimeShow and tag us in your Star Wars ad tag.
0: Ad tag, not just at Star Wars Time Show. Ad tag. As he's going to explain right here, like I I do the real features, and I I try to collect from the hashtag ad tag search. Top five is only coming from ad tag.
1: Yep, that is me coming from Ad Tag. So make sure you do that Ad Tag at Star Wars And it works time. like so a charm. Will, we see it, it all. does. We like, see it all. I see it. I see it all. I see them all. I pick them, and I will say just a heads up in this one. I the last link was not able to be invited. I, I, I brought that, it up. I I got yeah, you. I got it. That is. Like a setting that some people have on their Instagram profiles, I believe, is like the certain access. That's all right. We
0: we pulled it up in browser, so the artist will still be celebrated.
1: Indeed. So to kick off this week's top five, we have an awesome shot here. This is
0: fucking ridiculous, by the way. It's
1: insanely good. This is from at macro underscore brick underscore. So this is a Lego (laughs) shot. And what we see is like this is essentially the the star destroyers yep. like in my mind, this is the star destroyers that like Palpatine summons yeah, above sure. Exegol. Sure. And I mean, it looks so pe so what you see is like three fully built Lego star destroyers. And just imagine that ending, like at the end of Tross, when all of these star destroyers lift off of the surface of Exegol to like take on the, you know, the, the forces of the resistance. That's what it looks like. There's dark clouds everywhere. With this one bright light that's just lighting up the scene, showing these Star Destroyers, just truly incredible um, Lego photography done here. By it's Mac insane. Broadway.
0: I mean, look at all the little white lights. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I, I don't know how yeah. you do that in post because <laughs> there's no way he sat there and was like, ding, 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 or maybe they did with a pen. And fucking put yeah. every window light on a on a star destroyer in there, but
1: and they're so perfectly lined yeah. up too. Like it's just it's amazing.
0: Beautiful. I mean, unless you look super closely, especially you know obviously the one that's in the foreground, but if you look at the main subject star destroyer, you can't even tell that's fucking Legos.
1: No, no. I mean, it looks it's so well built. I mean, and macro brick calls out too. These are three official yes. Lego star like the Imperial UCS. Stories. So UCS. these are like eight
0: hundred dollar yeah. sets master class. Yeah. Uh, and this is so
1: this isn't look, him Nick, like Nick,
0: he did use Photoshop to create all the tiny
1: windows. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy gosh, dude. shit. That is absolutely insane. There's supposed to be yeah. little
0: tiny TIE fighters in the shot somewhere. Yeah, can, too. you can see. Him. Oh yeah, it's, the it's, three. The three. Yeah, little right guys. <laughs>
1: under the nose of the, wow. the one in the middle.
0: Like this is dude, and you know Lego photography doesn't do as well as as the traditional, but I shit like this is why I love Lego Star Wars photography. It's insane. I mean, this is this is this is like a shot from space with fucking three yeah. Lego Star Destroyers. It's a, it's amazing. So it, this is at crazy. macro underscore brick underscore kick-ass Lego photographer always does practical effects always.
1: I mean, and it's just insane that he made three of these and didn't just, like, use Photoshop to put three in the scene. Well, it looks he, like you know,
0: he he hooked up with two other people.
1: Megapixel CZ. Yeah, and, and Lucas uh,
0: CZ23 or something like that. Yeah,
1: Who cares? Yeah.
0: Either way, he, he had a vision, executed. This is wall yeah. art. Like, this is a wall hanger, 100%. Yeah,
1: beautiful stuff, so... Uh, good stuff at macro underscore brick underscore on Instagram. Next up, we have at Talon underscore illustrations. That's giving us an awesome. This is not a toy photography shot nope. as what most of our top five are. But this is a, an actual illustration of Django Fett. And if you like scroll through the images, no, it's kind the, of the bloody one. Versions. Yeah, the bloody yeah, one is fucking killer. The, The bloody one in the second spot, the full black and white in the third spot. And then the final one here is his inspiration, which was a toy photo shot from GTarts.Fet. So basically, what Talon Illustrations did was he's reverse engineering. Exactly. Like he saw this awesome shot from GTarts.Fet and was like, man, I really want to draw that. And it came out sick, man. I mean, this looks like some artwork. That you would see in like Star Wars Vision season two, yeah, like some anime. It, it's, it's like comic book festival. quality.
0: It's 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 beautiful. It's kick ass. Like this is another yeah. hanger. Like so far, Nick has chosen two wall hangers back to back. It's
1: just beautiful stuff. At Talon underscore illustrations. It almost makes Instagram. me want
0: to get the fucking Django hot toy now. I've just been been like avoiding it, but I'm gonna keep <laughs> avoiding it.
1: All right. Yeah, just stay off the train. You don't need it. Uh, Next up, another buckethead shot. This one from at 97 underscore parsecs. 97 had some nasty
0: shots this week. I don't know if you saw the Malgus one. (laughs) Did you see the Malgus one where he's force choking Palpatine?
1: I didn't see that one, but now that I pulled up his page, I'm seeing it now, and like, yeah, that's pretty fucking (laughs) sick, dude. Like, holy shit. Yeah, he, like, it's just insane how good... 97 is and consistent
0: and like, like this guy must yeah. shoot 30 hours a week like he he's got stuff for theme days you know have like a witcher day a jurassic day an indie day a crossover day yeah. like uh robert day 97 parsecs yeah. literally n- is never short on content
1: yeah all day robert day is taking photography but yeah for, that that for malgus
0: things. again it's like I, damn it i need that fucking figure now like all dude the KOTOR figures are hitting like the 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 12 inchers or I'm sorry the six inchers. I'm like, damn it. Now they're KOTOR making now like they're smash. making 112 skill. F- I mean the Bastilla seen, looks great.
1: I to say I've seen a lot of Bastilla. The Malgus out there. looks great. Look at
0: the uh the uh, Malik looks great. It's like shit. I picked the wrong it's time fixed. to quit Black Series, but I'm not going back.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, don't go back. And I, I I've really been I'm enjoying sure I his I didn't say Siri, I said series. <laughs> I've really been enjoying his Jurassic stuff, too, because I'm still deep into that Jurassic World Extinction park builder game, dude. It's so, you know what I, I've I moved on to it.
0: like I, I, Diablo. I just I've fallen off. I can't do the grind anymore. Fucking yeah. Mario Golf.
1: Dude, I want to play that because I played the OG Mario Golf on like all, all the old consoles. Right. I love it. But the other game that I'm in now, which is what everybody's in, Baldur's Gate 3. It's God, legit. that game's so good. PC it's so or good. console? Uh, PC, I think it's PC only right now, okay but it's. I think it's coming to consoles, and it's like obviously like big D and D fan. We have the D and D show for Star Wars. Have a D and D home game that I run as well. Like that is as close as you're gonna get to playing like D and D in a video. Game. All right, like it's. Just, I have a feeling I would so dig good. this.
0: I I just I don't have a rig to run it. If it's well, I guess I could check the Steam Deck.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, no, I don't no. know if it's fully Steam Deck compatible, but even if it's like, you know, if, if there's like some workarounds and shit, it's so worth it. Dude, okay. the, the experience yeah. is so deep in the character I, development. I, I trust you your opinion. Soccer. I trust your gaming
0: opinion. <laughs> I just like D4 yeah, yeah. was great. It was it was a great summer game, but I'm just like I, I don't care anymore. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I kind of But Mario Golf too. has been really fun. I I wish it was st- I think I don't know if it's N64 or GameCube. That's the best Mario Golf.
1: 64 was the one that I played to death. It okay. was 64 Golf and Tennis. Okay. So.
0: Yeah, cuz I remember playing one in college. It was just like I think it had to have been GameCube then. It was just like between that and Mario Kart double dash it's all we would do. But the yeah, Mario double Golf dash has been nice on Switch. It's it's the the single player campaign they force you into some really stupid fucking modes like speed golf. Yeah. Um, but it's still fun. It's, I I love a little golf video game. Just throw up and like some brain dead shit. All right. Well, yeah. there you, you get a little uh, bonus video game recommendation segment at the end.
1: There uh, you go. All right. We've got Continuing, more art. Right. We got more art. We got more. continue the top five, we got at sunset underscore doom. Sunset doom has been a favorite of the Star Wars Time Show for a long time now, um, and it's because of shots like this. And this is one of the benefits of us using like posts. Now, from the tag section, is like you get to see kind of all of the different slides that people are putting in, mm-hmm. and this one is just a really awesome shot of. I mean, which clone trooper is it, this? This should be this Jesse, is Jesse with that, yeah. yeah, with the with the logo right on his head. So you see Jesse kind of like uh, making his way through a a snowbound landscape. You can see the the craft, the lander craft that he uh, is exiting off in the background. Craggy mountain range, snow, making his way alone across the uh, across the frozen tundra, and it's just like it's such a cool shot, almost in like a menacing way. Like it looks like Jesse is like pissed and is really like it's like he quits. Like himself. I'm fucking
0: going home. I'm out. Yeah, I think I've had yeah, he's enough. Like, Fuck this shit, man. Well, according like, to bad, this is knockoff Jesse, so maybe that's why. <laughs>
1: yeah. The, <laughs> the knockoff Jesse, but it just looks sick, man. Like the solo yeah. ride for Jesse, like he puts it. He gives a nice close up. He's holding something in his hand, but I can't really make it out. Is it like a, is it like uh, a stick grenade? Like it's so hard. Yeah, like I, even even the beacon? close
0: up, I can't even tell.
1: Yeah, but I don't know, man. It was just like it's just one of those like kind of melancholy shots of a trooper making their way across like a lone landscape that just really stood out to me. And, and oh, it truly or...
0: is a knockoff, Jesse. It's from um, AliExpress.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So it is like a bootleg version. I, 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 that does ring a bell. I, I have seen some people buy some clones from this AliExpress. <laughs> uh, his gun. Hey. Yeah. You know what hey, else hey, I've hey. noticed oh, a yeah, lot? And, and this has been over probably a year or more, but a lot of the toy photographers have gotten really good at forced perspective using the micro galaxy squadron vehicles.
1: Oh, really? Because if you and notice, just, like, like them in the deep background, yeah, that
0: thing's like a little tiny micro machine. That's the figure's probably bigger than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you could see it. Yeah, when you it
0: just—they're just cool tricks, and that, thats why you know people like Sunset Doom that add the extra slides to kind of see the BTS. I mean, that's how I got into it, and that's how I improved my game. So, um, you always got to check, always swipe on these on these shots if people give you that BTS.
1: Yeah, for sure. Good way to to learn and up level your so oh. at sunset underscore doom always puts out some quality work, so make sure to give them a follow. And then the final one, That's the right. one that we have to open separately because it didn't embed. Uh, this is at Paul Brown 12. Paul Brown's been in the top five before for sure. And he continues to make the top five with excellent shots like this Grievous. Mm-hmm. Um, and this looks like it's a collaboration. Uh, between him and Imperial underscore Troops underscore Optics, potentially. Um, Yeah, I mean, so what we see here is a Grievous that is just like, uh, again, like Grievous on the battlefield is always fun, and that's what we see. Grievous on the battlefield taking out Stormtroopers, or not Stormtroopers, taking out clone troopers. And in this one in particular, just like the way that Paul Brown did the post on the lightsaber where you just see like the electricity oh, yeah, running yeah. through the blade as he stabs it down into the clone trooper. Uh, the well, like he's like stabbing the, it
0: through his hand. Like the clone's like, hand. no, yeah. it's going through. His but I also like how grievous with his other two arms is holding up like a, well, a slab of rock.
1: Yeah. That's just like falling down uh, on top of him. So he's like propping this rock. Up, oh, yeah. Stabbing this S- dude super down. superhero shot. Hand. Like th-
0: this is a, a general grievous hero kill. I mean, yeah, he's, he's I flexing mean, with all four arms, essentially.
1: Basically, yeah. I mean, just sick shot here from Sunset DM. I love the use of the practical smoke and the the bits of bokeh that he got in there as well. The I don't know what he used to like set this scene, but it just looks awesome, like a shelled out, you know, war torn. Dude, place. I, I bet
0: it's that fucking purple. It's not cardboard. It's, it's like fucking insulation. It's like those purple oh, okay. insulation sheets. That's what all these people do. They get them, they paint them, they weather them up to make them look like this. And it's fucking yeah. awesome.
1: Good stuff. But yeah, I mean, Paul Brown 12 with his collaboration with Imperial Troops Optics uh, fucking killed this and well deserving of the top five. So um, woo woo. that's it. That's the end of the top five. That's the end of our show for this week after our week off and after Matt's unfortunate spill. What a we'll, dick. We're, I'm we're, such a dick. <laughs> we are back in the saddle, guys. So, I'm going
0: to yeah, have to figure to something out because early on the show when I had my hat on and my pants on still, I was soaked. So I did really? most of the show in undies and, and no hat today because my arm is like I I, I essentially have swamp ass developing in my cripple arm right now so i'm at to figure yeah, out a way was, to keep that cool because i just took a shower before the show and it is not easy to shower right now it's yeah. quite painful actually it feels like my arm's gonna fall out of the sock at any moment Oof. but now i, Dude, am, I mean now i'm soaked i'm awesome. gonna have to like get hosed down again
1: yeah yeah, uh, next next week you guys are gonna see Matt on the on the camera. He's gonna be no shirt, <laughs> gonna be a in a bathing suit. Great. <laughs>
0: I'm thinking of letting the, the dirty old shit beard to grow out, because I, I you know I buzzed today too. And was like this this is too much effort. And I'm just gonna wait six <laughs> weeks, man. Fuck this shit. I'm an idiot. All right. It's time to put him to bed, right, Nick?
1: Indeed. Time to put it to bed. Close us on out, Matt.
0: Do you hear my cats?
1: I can. I can hear one of the little
0: Hey. I'm down here. Jesus. That's because we were just gone (laughs) for a week. So they they think like if we leave a room, they're not going to see us again for seven days. You know, it's one of those things. Hey, I, I brought someone here to visit you every day. You son of a bitch. All right. Here we go. As Nick said, we are putting E-273 to bed. Here we go. whoop do. doo Yippee-yahoo. You know what to do. Every time we end the show, go ahead and click on over to StarWarsTime.net. Or at least leave yourself a sticky note, because if you liked what you listened to today, or saw, if you joined the live stream, YouTube.com slash show. You got to tell a friend. You got to tell a family member. You got to tell a pet. You got to tell somebody. And the easiest way to start selling this and to get them linked into the show is starwarstime.net. You go there, and these days you're not going to find a ton of content because the summer's been a bit dry and we're a bit lazy and bored when it comes to posting. Oh, hey, this has stopped production. This has started production. But you can find a bunch of handy-dandy, easy-to-use links to get keyed into the show, both on YouTube and on podcast platforms. So don't forget StarWarsTime.net. Hit it. Grab the sub to podcast link. If you are a podcast listener and you've not done this yet, please leave a rating and review. Even if you aren't a podcast listener, go ahead and sub on 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 apple spotify pandora the big ones and leave a rating and review for us if you're a youtuber we love you come join the show tuesdays 5p east at star wars time show on the channel don't forget to like comment subscribe notifications clips i don't know if we have any clippable moments this week but like you did two weeks ago if you do find one send it to me in discord and this this time i will actually track it down last time you guys sent it a little too late I was already traveling, so I was like, nah, fuck that. But if there were any clips, or Nick, if you remember the show, which you won't, because I don't either, <laughs> let me know. And I'll try to get a clip out tomorrow on Instagram, Time.show. All right, my friends, as we always do, when we leave you on a Tuesday evening, we want to remind you that there is always time for Star Wars time, first and foremost. And that if you do listen to the Star Wars time show, the Force will be with you, always.